0: abolish the federal and state financial incentives that have turned Child Protective Services into a business that separates families for money. I have witnessed such injustice and harm brought to so many families that I am not sure if reform of the system is even possible. The system cannot be trusted. It does not serve the people. It obliterates families and children simply because it has the power to do so. Abolish the federal and state financial incentives that have turned Child Protective Services into a business that separates families for money. I have witnessed such injustice and harm brought to so many families that I am not sure if reform of the system is even possible. The system cannot be trusted. It does not serve the people. It obliterates families and children simply because it has the power to do so.
1: Good evening and welcome to Rescue the Fosters. I am Gino, your host, and next to me and below Danielle is Sylvia. This is so weird when we have four people. It miss it just totally <laughs> confuses me. Anyway, we have Danielle and Sylvia, both co-founders and co-hosts of Rescue the Fosters. Ladies, how was your Christmas?
2: It was great. I had fun times.
1: You sure you don't want to you sure you don't want to think about that, Danielle? That was kind of a quick answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no it was the best christmas i've had in a very long time because awesome. of my family
1: that's mm-hmm. awesome that's so good how about you sylvia
3: oh, it was amazing
1: yeah with family
3: yep. with family Yep. yeah
1: yeah that's the way to do it it's with family isn't it yes we did there was no political arguments no religious arguments it was just good old-fashioned fun Yep. Good times. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good times. <laughs> and we have returning, we have returning, uh, I'm going to just call him a host. What the heck? He's going to be here yep. every Tuesday night. I know exactly. it, it touches, it touches his heart. You can tell.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Danielle, would you like to introduce our co-host?
2: Sure. I'm going to keep it quick because everybody in the world knows Tom Outhouse. So <laughs> he's our, he's our good friend. And he was groomed by the cabal to do some crazy stuff and chose the right path. So because he chose the right path, they decided to steal his screenplay, The Immortals, and turn it into all sorts of different movies, one of them being The Matrix. So we are here to expose all sorts of fun things coming out of Hollyweird and all of the Jezebel activity going on in his life and our lives. So here we are.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Tom, I, I, I'm a little disappointed. I thought you were going to forget to unmute and then we were going to disqualify you as a co-host at that point.
4: No, I don't want to be disqualified. I'm,
1: I'm ready to run. We I'm would qualified. never disqualify Tom, never. He's too good of a man. Thank you. Tom, how yeah. are you? How was how was your Christmas, sir?
4: It was great. We we went to the OK Corral, everybody got extra bullets, and then we just shot it out and celebrated Christmas. It was great. Good,
1: good times. Good times. Good Everyone was still
4: standing, open presents.
1: <laughs> Good awesome. times, awesome. So we think we have this figured out. This whole sharing the screen thing, because it wasn't working the last time we got together. So hopefully that'll work. And Tom is gonna have free reign again of the screen. And who knows where we go? This this might go thirty minutes. It might go five hours. Whatever Tom wants oh, to do, it's in his control.
4: <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I'd love to. I'd like to stress something that I never really got to last time because we were. I was just getting going off on the tangents, but um child services why don't we dress child services first i mean look at the tactics they do and i love that intro you did because it's so perfectly worded what the lady is saying (laughs) and it's like they do they they are free-range gangsters that's why i dress like a gangster today and it's like they just they just Mm -hmm. go off and they're they're linked to what we said fbi congress people and uh agencies and they're all linked and so and they do whatever they damn well please so Mm -hmm. one of the examples i have here is in my situation when they went to get rid of me, like I said, um, I went to a a therapist to get a clean bill of health. I wanted to have something to protect myself from being hauled off on 302s, right? So here I am going to a counseling service to show that I'm not what they claim, the other side's claiming, right? It's a protection move. Mm -hmm. So I get a safety plan that says like, you know, I'll never harm my son or anything else, I love life. I get a diagnosis, PTSD over losing my kids, but nothing else, nothing what the other side has said. And the therapist even said, you know, there's no way they can claim paranoid schizophrenic, things like that, it's a Hollywood term. You're not any of them that will prove you're not. Um, There was also um, a situation where my sister, working for the Congressman, wanted to know where I was and who I was working with. The therapist I went to first to get this clean bill of health registered, two days of sessions, said, you know, tremendous empathy, that you're a gifted genius, that, you know, PTSD only, and you see the world through rose-colored glasses where you think everybody has a good heart at the center. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. So she was contacted after that was done, and by my sister and the congressman, and warned off from writing the report after I had gone. Isn't that incredible? So we have a taped conversation with that therapist, Ann Gluck, where she said that she was afraid, on the tape, afraid to make the report, she did quote did not want happening to her family what happened to me and mine a therapist Mm -hmm. afraid to write the report after you paid her a couple grand is that incredible and did all the testing and Mm -hmm. so i coaxed her on the recorded call to do the right thing do the ethical thing and do her job so she wrote the report and it says all the things i told you about tremendous empathy everything else So that's, I think, very, very important to establish the groundwork here as we talk about child services, this aspect of it. I wanna make sure this is clear. So here is an original, I'm just gonna hold this up, original copy, and on there is exactly what I said. I know it's small, but Ann Gluck, and I'm not gonna show her address and everything, I don't care, You know, there's no hiding from all this. And uh, she signs at the bottom. And this, my sister tore up. And as I said, let's go back to the big ringer here. Uh, game of thrones game of yeah. thrones is commissioned by hbo and warner brothers for J.R.R. martin whatever to write he was just like an in-house employee who was told to write game of thrones with a team of writers but he got credit for it and in it, he stuck everything including the red-headed queen who chairs up the documents incredible and king tomlin oh my gosh who committed suicide because he's too good and this basically says i'm too good so on here's all the testing anyway so, Anne, and I guess don't
2: forget Summer. Danny.
4: Danny, right. They knew we'd be interacting. So, they have <laughs> Danny and Jon Snow. Now, my name was Tom Summers. Let's see, my dad's <laughs> name is Tom. My brother's name, I am not kidding you.
1: Tom Summers. They couldn't Summers do better than that.
4: <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I know. Oh is God. this serious? And then he falls for Danny and they become like this power couple in Game of Thrones. And then they have john snow killed danny at the end right because danny gets all these ideas of wanting to rule and ride dragons so it's just incredible when you look at what right. they have there right and they say john snow has the integrity so much that he's never going to have success exactly what the honeypot wife had said to me you're too good right is not that incredible yeah yeah so it's all there now the other diagnosis after that so this is keep in mind this isn't going because I've been ordered to, and oh, there's something wrong with Tom. This is Tom myself protecting myself with documents to show I'm in um, good good health and actually gifted, right? and not a threat to anybody. So this is protection I'm going for, right? Mm-hmm. First yeah. one's afraid to do it, right? And keep in mind with uh, Warner Brothers, they had pushed back these kind of documents saying we're not going to put this on, we're not going to look at it. And then told the court I never showed these. They're afraid of a PTSD thing where I tear up over the death of my sons and stuff, right, I tear up. I still do, which I don't think it's bad to tear up. I think it's it's mm-hmm. good to have feelings, especially as guy too, guys have feelings. So that's the thing I have. So they consider that a PTSD thing. Well, I would be tearing up even without anything, you know, over the loss of my sons, I feel for them. But anyway, that situation was blocked by Warner Brothers from being on record because if it's shown that I have this, there's no statute limitations for my claim. No statute. Yeah They're all the time in the world. They don't want that, do they? So now the other diagnosis was from this lady named uh, Caitlin Farrell. No, Caitlin Farrell does this one, and she said this would be um, solid. I'd be protected after twelve weeks. Let me just lay this out because so they don't want me to do this. Here are uh, statement accounts from all these different sessions. Keep in mind again, me going to prove I shouldn't be hauled away on 302s, right? You,
1: you going and you paying, right?
4: Paying and going to make yep. sure that I am not going to be hauled off for these fake 302s right. by the FBI, right? That's my that's a, I think a smart move to protect a family, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm doing, and for jobs and businesses, so I'm going to protect myself and come out again with flying colors. Kate Farrell was saying that uh, PTSD only, not paranoid schizophrenic, not and these other things, my sister wanted like bipolar, which she is bipolar, but uh, a lot of the um, people who work for the Cabal are. And uh, so PTSD only. She said, this will protect me. And she did a safety plan, a safety plan that would uh, show that um, I'm, in, I'm perfectly healthy. There's nothing wrong with me. And I love life. Therefore, I cannot be hauled off and said that I was some kind of mass murderer or something. Right. So I'm just looking for that right now. Here it's right here. So this is very, very key, and I'll tell you why. I'm glad we're going over this. This right here. That's a safety plan. Now, it's the last thing we did, right? After 12 sessions, she suggested, Caitlin Farrell suggested, you know, hey, why don't we do a safety plan? we will give you extra protection. Just fill out this plan that says you would never harm, you know, and reason you'd never harm anybody is I love my son. I love life. It's on here. Now, do you see the black marks on it? Yeah. It's all I ever got back, even after um, subpoenaing. They never gave it to me. Here's what happened. My sister, Game of Thrones, Redheaded queen, with a congressman, contacts Caitlin Farrell. Caitlin Farrell will not see me again, even though I'm supposed to go one more session just to organize everything out and lay it out, the plan. She doesn't show up. Next time I go back, she doesn't show up. Next time I go back, they try to arrest me for criminal trespassing. I had an appointment. They send all these police at me. Wait a minute. <laughs>
1: time, time time, out, Tom, time, time out. You,
4: I know. It sounds like, okay. I know. Go ahead. Follow okay. up.
1: You had an appointment, like you literally. They gave you a little card, probably with the appointment time and date on it, correct? Or they sent you a text message or email or whatever. Both. And 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 you go to your scheduled appointment, and they try to arrest you
4: for yep, trespassing. Yep. They said I was agitated and criminal trespassing. I was there to pay the bill oh and God. meet for the last. I didn't even see Caitlin Farrell after that last session where we did all this stuff, and I had one more appointment. Never saw her again. They they made that's one of the rules of being approached is you never talk to the person again but you get your rewards. She got vacations. She got a brand new mm-hmm. website done for them all. She got promoted as top person, but never spoke to me again. In fact, when I went for the appointment, uh, I heard her screaming in the next room because she knew she had done wrong, but she would not come see me. I'm like, what? So I had no idea what's going on. I'm joking with everybody and like that. Next thing, the police show up. Five police armed ready for criminal trespassing, which is a Pat Robertson move. They they don't tell you and they suddenly you're on this list and you didn't know about terminal list, right? With, so yeah, so here's what happens. Next, wait, the wait, sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry. We, I don't want to like miss this or forget. Like l- oh, explain, the, explain the Pat Robertson move.
4: At Pat Robertson's organization, I was put on a poster throughout the organization, network and schools that said, detain on site as a wanted poster. I was a student and they put up these wanted posters. I'm not kidding. They have a, a security guard from that time who said, yeah, he saw them all over the place. And so I was on a terminal list on a list.
3: I've Isn't that a on gang list.
4: stalking list? No, I was on a list where um, they took away my jobs and education because of the sex ring. So since I knew the information, they decided to take everything away. And those letters that were throwing me out—did you see those letters that threw me out? Did I show you those? We didn't. i uh, did not sure I don't think we went over those.
5: Over those. Yeah.
4: Oh shoot! You got to see those. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, here's the yeah. deal. There's a letter from um, the uh, president of the school. Right. I was like a student. I was being groomed to be the face of Christian coalition. I was excelling in projects, news site, you name it. I was doing it all. Cartooning, you name it. I was excelling. And so grad assistant. And in overnight, it was all changed. There was a meeting where I was told to share everything that happened on the trip with a gay, gay professor, Dean. And uh, they only, the pen only moved when I talked about what he said about Robertson's organization. It didn't move when I was talking about the assault, Rufi assault. So it was obvious this wasn't for my benefit. This was for them. They promised me I could keep my jobs and education. I did the only thing I could do, and everything was taken away right away. Now, what's interesting is there's a, a law dean named Herb Titus. He was dean of law. Um, he was asked as number two of the organization, "What should we do with Tom Oldhouse? You know, he was sexually assaulted. What should we do?" And he said, "Well, if if nothing comes of it, there's no smoke, there's no fire. So just let it be." That's what Titus said to the. Uh, president of the school, just let it be. Since he said that, when it came to this uh, organization trial where they had it all controlled, you know, their own attorneys, uh, Mm -hmm. the judge made a ruling that anybody who was uh, faculty couldn't bind the university with testimony, but an administrator could. So that made Titus could bind them. So Pat Robertson, the next day after the ruling, forced resignation, forced Titus to resign And promised him higher salary and better rewards but he just was not going to be in position or in office anymore until my trial was done so he wouldn't be able to testify see on what he said so he sued them so they had an information meeting on him and robertson promised he would be able to keep his jobs like in my meeting and terminated them three days later as they did with me so now a letter was written to me by the same participants that were waiting in the next room when i was in this meeting with the president and this guy and uh, they wrote a letter to me and they wrote a letter to Harry Sova, the gay professor, part of the sex ring the dean that took me on the trip alone in his motorhome, right? The letter to me says that you can't, you can't question elders and that they're God's authority on earth for me and that um, you know, that my education's over because I only had, first of all, I only had orals and comps to have my master's degree in communications. That's all I had. All I had to do was take my test, a student, right? In a school where you had a 50% attrition rate 50% dropouts, I couldn't handle the load. So I had multiple activities, I was acing it, I was being groomed to be faced the Christian Coalition and I only have orals and comps to go. So what they do is they go like this in the letter. They go, okay, uh, we're gonna say your current uh, semester doesn't exist, striking it for the record, all I have is finals to go. And then they go, since you're out of term, you can't re-enroll, to, have to, we're not gonna let you re-enroll for the next term, so you're two terms out. You have to be two terms out for your education to be stopped. And so they made me in one night two terms out. Incredible. Scumbags. So the guy who wrote the letter to me, he said that all the participants, signatories, carefully crafted that letter and that I knew what it means, know what it means that it's over. They had all these meetings. So now what they didn't want me to know was that Sova, Harry Sova, had a letter crafted to him at the same time by the same guys. I got a hold of that letter. That letter says you're wrong for what you did. You shouldn't have taken the student alone. You're a repeat offender. All this stuff, and uh, don't keep stop trashing him and talking about him because it's not going to help your situation. And uh, we shouldn't usually get counseling because he shared about the sex ring. See, so I got both letters written okay. by the same people at the same time. So I was a problem. That's why they took the screenplay, Whispering Through Art, and the sex ring is in the screenplay, right? With the agents helping. So keep in mind that's the same time I got the FBI card that said please extend every courtesy when I met uh, Bob Walsh and the FBI heads took me to dinner. I did America's Most Wanted season premiere. So yeah, so what you have is uh, these letters being crafted, and then Pat Robertson writing one to my honeypot wife at the time, not to me, saying that you know he'd stake his life that Sofa's not gay, that no one no other witnesses. Well, they just wrote a letter saying that he was and that he was repeat offender and everything else. So it was Robertson at the top controlling what was happening. So I was supposed to be destroyed, and he was connected to Disney. And that's how my work ends up at Disney and Universal is through his top professors, was a couple, uh, Ned and Judy Nankiewicz. And we saw the letterhead of those submissions.
1: How, how, so they, were, they, how were they connected to Disney? Through, um,
4: Robertson or like has just an agreement or with Eisner. No, Robertson has an agreement with Disney through uh, a man named David Guyertson. Now, David Guyardson is Robertson's top PR person. Mm-hmm. He does uh, connections and consulting for Disney and out in Burbank and everything else. And so that's Robertson's connection to Disney. In fact, Sova, who took me in the motorhome and abused me on the motorhome, as a reward for me being squelched, all of these professors involved in this got a free trip by Michael Eisner to Disney World in Sova's motorhome a week's stay. Mm celebration for me going down and this is all
1: Uh, under pat robertson's watch
4: yes pat robertson has that connection he wants to be in hollywood star so hollywood with um disney are completely connect i mean disney with uh, robertson's group religious right we're completely connected so when you think of walt disney think of the religious right they're one animal so they trade sexual predators back and forth and that's the same with Jerry Falwell's university. That's where it's so up in the communication department. So when you really look under the skin of all this, you see a pattern forming. And that's why I'm working on the playbook. But here's the deal. My sister shreds both diagnoses, right? And keep in mind, she had said on the phone, one time she said um, that she really screwed up. And I had a Disney contact on tape, on phone saying, your sister was bought with, uh, through threats and great rewards. She told me that. it's on tape. So Disney bought her and the FBI. So what they did was um, they did a 302. Now they used my very therapist, who's not supposed to talk to anybody, right? But they had the letterhead from the diagnosis. So from these documents they ha- that I gave, that diagnosis they saw, they knew exactly who to contact. It's illegal, you can't do that. Keep in mind my sister is an unlicensed elementary school counselor, but Fitzpatrick put her in the position of being President of school psychologists for Pennsylvania and top school psychologists for Pennsylvania to give her the clout and authority, even though she's unlicensed, to sway illegally therapists for your.
2: Children. Okay. This right. is a great point. So, how many times have we heard that it goes back to the counselor, therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, and every single kidnapping case? That's the first point. Second point unlicensed. Always end up somehow at the CEO positions where they can be bought and paid for, where they are used at the top to cover up or turn their heads or look this way or that way. It has nothing to do with their education or how smart they are. It only has to do with how corrupt they can be. And so many positions, CEO positions, they are unqualified, unlicensed people that are at the helms of dictating people's lives.
4: Exactly. And the reward system, apply that to Denny. So what Mm -hmm. you have important points where, what was my sister bragging about? She had maid service in a mansion. Uh, Her husband was unemployed. She's an unlicensed elementary school counselor. That's the bottom rung of pay scale in the Mm -hmm. psych field. That's the bottom Pit bottom of the pay scale. So how is she affording maid service, a mansion, trips to London, San Diego, New York, all in the same year in the Caribbean? How she got all this drinking she does, and um, uh, ending up at the White House at black tie dinners with engraved invitations? These positions that were given to her and bragging that she's going to get the most. Her husband bragging with her that she's going to the most expensive range and a remodeled kitchen. They always talk about remodeled kitchens, right? And and that bigger rewards were coming than even the being mentioned on the floor of Congress. Can I share screen now? Yeah. Okay, it's all yours. Okay, let's go. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, let's take a look at some of these rewards real quick. Okay, I want to show you. Just I'm glad we're covering it this way so we can hit this home. Here is my sister's picture on the floor of Congress by Brian Fitzpatrick, lifelong FBI operative that was sent to Ukraine to destabilize it.
1: Tom, it stopped sharing it's not sharing
4: of course it did of course it did <laughs> all right did it share for a second it I did see
1: for a second yeah I see
4: it okay, okay. well hopefully the audience
1: <laughs> cannot <laughs> see it and neither yeah. can I
4: yeah the FBI if it will uh go with the phones computers everything they'll even type things across the screen because they do not want this being brought forward because this man right here the girls you see it right yeah we yep. see it. but you know they'll tell you we'll tell you. we'll keep going because they're trying to make us not show this I guarantee you I've been told by the FBI. That I can take thought. a picture of it. Take
3: a picture. You're so smart, sir.
4: <laughs> so yeah, take a picture of that. And then I want to show you this one too, side by side.
2: That's your sister?
4: Well, that, that's the monster she became. So this is, I look at her face and it's not what she used to be. Like I see such arrogance. She says she's all about success and power now, but she hasn't earned it. So <laughs> that's what they do. They take the lowest of the rung, right? Yeah. school counselor, unlicensed. And they give them all these puffed up rewards and they do dinners where they introduce, yes. they introduce her around to all these people, make her feel like she's up and coming, that she matters, quote, yes. and suddenly they become this super arrogant uh, with laziness.
2: They and always, and then they'll do like big articles about them in magazines yes. and all sorts of things. Good yeah. things. citizen articles. Yeah. And yes. then they make them feel as though they are the best in the nation. Yes, and, words. and and then the, the club, the secret cabal club, goes to yes. those particular individuals only because they can be bought and paid for. And then they move right. them around from position to position to position.
4: That's right. And they never want to go back to real legitimate jobs and right. work because they're so spoiled now. She's yeah. got the easiest life no. in the world. So she, she's a spokesperson for CNN owned by Warner Brothers. She also was Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook spokesperson, which we can all get going on that sometime. So, yeah, so she was brought in for the cabal's purposes and she sold out. So they call her the redheaded queen. They call her the redheaded queen. That's why in Game of Thrones she became the redheaded queen. Hmm. All about her tearing up papers. See,
3: Gina, do y'all see it now?
1: Uh, I've got the screen working now for some reason. I got it. It was hidden. They'll announce you. They'll announce they'll so you.
4: Now if it's pointed out to them. Yeah, if you point it out to them, yep. they give up after a while. Persistence yeah, with the FBI. So yeah, here you I'm, go. So
1: we're, we're seeing it.
4: Okay, so see that that's not the face I remember of my sister. Okay. You know, that's not her. That's that's what she's become.
1: Hmm.
4: You see the arrogance, even that furry yeah. shot. Kind of, kind of, yeah,
1: kind, kind of smug. That's smart.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm better There's... than you, all the way body language, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and look at the red dress here. See the red dress? This is the day after the three oh two attempt failed. They still rewarded her on the floor of Congress. Why is she on the floor of Congress? She hasn't done anything. <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. They always do. Isn't that something? And so, then
2: the other thing I want to say is their pay never matches their actual work.
4: And they'll pay in cash <laughs> often too, Dan. Yeah. As they say, the FBI brags about paying in cash. And just for the record here, Fitzpatrick was the one that was sent to, to Ukraine to destroy the career of Viktor Shokom, who's the Ukrainian prosecutor general, in 2014 to pave the way for the Pentagon to own the Ukraine. And do bio labs. see here's the man that was brought now they're all pinning it on biden but it was the fbi using biden as a puppet uh-huh. the fbi did this it was us infiltrating foreign soil and does this not look like a Wee Herman? yes <laughs> oh man well, here's something oh, my, my sister God. talks about remember i told sure. you about the gay sex ring with robertson the gay sex ring
3: yeah
4: uh senator brian fitzpatrick is flaming gay he's not married and did I, did I tell you what he sounds like when he calls on the phone, like about his town hall meetings? This is, this is Brian Fitzpatrick. You ready? This is his voice. Listen to this. I'm not trying to pick on gay people. This is militant gay. This is bad gay. Now watch what he does. This is what he sounds like. Hi, this is Brian Fitzpatrick. I'd like to invite you all to our new town meeting coming up on Monday. And if you'd like to come... That face, that voice, I mean, my God. Do you want to be an employer? Look at the little face there. This guy's saying, I like boys, I like boys. It's like there it is right there. So, this guy is the one that actually destabilized Ukraine, along with Trudeau's man working with the FBI. Wow. And that's something. And yeah. that was
1: 20. You said it was 2014?
4: 2014. 2014. Hmm. And that's okay. when labs mm-hmm. start going in. They hire yeah. scientists to do it. Yep. Now, watch this. The FBI, let's re, now I'll go back to the um, child service. I'm glad we're covering this. So, FBI mm-hmm. Academies in Quantico, Virginia, the Marine Base, right? Quantico, Virginia. This yeah. is important to know. The FBI has an academy there, right? Now yep. here's the guy that was used oh, by Fitzpatrick yeah. to try to put me away on a false 302. Does this guy look like he has any brain cells at all? I mean, maybe he can get mm-hmm. lurch on the Adams family and that's about it. But yeah, that's about it. But Wait, look at time this guy.
2: Wait, Tom. He is a uh, chief of police, is that chief right? Chief
4: of police for Warrington Township, where oh, I right? was with my parents when I was caretaking my parents. And look at this, look at, these the only two pictures you can find of him, really. What's behind his head?
3: Yellow brick road. Oh
4: F9, yeah, <laughs> yellow brick road. Now you know how you get that yellow brick. Look at this <laughs> other flag here. He's proud of this. I'm a stooge for the FBI, says Jimmy. Okay, Frameless. I have
2: to say something. So i when I was um okay when I was like under attack for a long time um and Sylvia you know my whole story coming out of Canton Georgia with um yeah. what's his name Sheriff Reynolds yeah. Sheriff Reynolds went to the FBI Academy. So a lot of police officers and sheriffs and sheriff's deputies, well, especially sheriffs and police of chief, usually they come from FBI Academy. They're all bought and paid for by the FBI.
4: That's yeah. exactly right. They're the ones that are using this system with child services too. They're specifically yeah. using the child services. I'm looking for the one thing with the runners. If Where? you
2: look at um, Sheriff Reynolds from Canton, Georgia, his his uh, resume or his biography literally says fbi academy he was he came from there
4: so let's talk about that let's talk about the fbi academy that yellow brick we just saw right the yellow brick how do you earn that yellow brick you ready for this this should get some guffaws whatever that means look at these guys here first of all keep in mind you have to be selected by the fbi to have the honor of attending as a chief of police uh what's the ethnic breakdown here what do you see
1: Sure, looks like a lot of white dudes.
4: Right. A lot of a white lot dudes. Of bulb, how, a a lot how in of bulb shape bulbs. are they? How in shape? How in shape?
1: Uh, looks Nothing. like a bunch of bunch
4: of dad bods. About a bunch of beer jugglers, yeah. And look at the gate of the running. How fast do you think these guys are running? It's
3: not very fast.
4: Not yeah, it's the baby step run, right? Baby step walk. This guy's like, oh, is easy. So these guys are <laughs> all selected by the FBI. Look, at a nice ensemble there with the butt shorts. So these guys are all selected from the by the FBI to attend. What do you think are the qualifications to attend the uh, Quantico FBI Academy? Academy must be something. FBI must have high standards, right? So,
2: low what, low, low IQ first of all.
4: Mm-hmm. What grade level? Ninth. Ninth. High school
1: high school grad, I'd say. Yeah.
4: Close, Gino. Go one less.
1: <laughs> really, eleventh grade?
4: grade. A high school equivalency. No, come on. Yeah, you did. You flunked high school and you took an equivalency exam. <laughs> and then you get selected by the FBI. They're looking for what stooges. Wait a minute,
1: Sylvia. Isn't that the same qualifications for a social worker? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. You just well, you do have to have a bachelor's, Gino. It can just oh, be a an right. not these that's guys
4: though, huh? <laughs> Now look at all these bought off goons by the FBI, and they're so proud that they put up their little brick behind their head. That's probably the greatest accomplishment of his life, besides Bozo showing up at his birthday party when he's 10.
2: Yes, it's totally a reward system because these people come from probably not much of anything. And so when they're they're boosted falsely and they start feeling like a hero, it's the hero complex. They make them feel like the best thing in the world, and then they want to keep going and going and going, Mm -hmm. and they have no idea that what they're doing is actually evil.
4: That's right. I mean, this is a better picture right there. You're right, Danny. Now, look, he gets to wear the big hat. See, he gets his biggest hat, right? And right here, what's happening? We talked about reward system, right? Well, in Warrington Township, which deals with shoplifters, really, they have SWAT teams and SWAT helicopters now given to them after the 302 attempts. And the most expensive building in Warrington, they went from an office shared with the Parks Department to having this multi million dollar, most expensive facility ever in Warrington Township with... Facilities, also hotel facility rooms for the FBI and child services yeah. brought in. So they appear with them. Now, since they remember, I said the SWAT helicopters. So, what did this goon do with the SWAT helicopters after he gets them, right? After he gets the SWAT helicopters, what's he going to do with them? He's got the toys. Do you think he wants to use them? Oh. Right, he wants to use them. So, when the 302 attempt failed, my sister gets. The reward ceremony on the floor of Congress, right with the picture held up. But that's not all. They circle helicopters at my home for about, what was it? Um, 25 minutes. They circled two helicopters. He showed off his force. Two helicopters circled my house right directly over my roof and hovered over it. That's what they
3: did to Megan and you, right, Danny? Yep. So yep. that is Several the times. game stock
4: list. That's um, the game they play, that's right? That's the, the game they play.
3: play.
4: Yeah. Now I'm looking right now for that footage, and um, I don't know if I'm going to find it right off the bat here at the top, but and, next time maybe I'll show you just a little of that footage because you got to see just how they're right over your head. I mean, they I will
2: right. tell you that a couple things when I was pregnant that happened to me on a daily basis every single day for the last month of my pregnancy up until the point he was born. And then it hasn't happened in a long time. In the house I'm living in right now, it hasn't happened until twice in the last month, both times, I was on the phone with Tom.
4: Yep. They brought him back, didn't they? I keep hearing this from the people over and over. This keeps <laughs> happening, you know? And also in Game of uh, sorry, in Man in the High Castle, also through Disney, connected to Disney. You have the one character saying, <clears throat> the helicopter is flying over. When Giuliana goes back to the um, present time where the Nazis win— they're, they have helicopters flying over We go, I, I missed that. I forgot that sound. I forgot that sound. We hear it all the time, don't we? We <laughs> also hear a very interesting sound. And this is it. Watch this. Now, if you look closely, you'll see something coming out the back of that plane. Like
5: there's
4: a flash? Trip. There's a spray trail. Let me get another one. Hold on. Let me just quickly do this. I think it's worth it.
1: Wait, like a like a crop duster or chemtrail yeah, or something.
4: like like north by northwest with Gary Grant. Listen to the sound. Um, There's a spray coming out right there.
1: Oh it's yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
4: Now that's not for mosquitoes. That's not for making the crops grow. That is called now the FBI. I know an informant inside. You know what they call that? Have I told you what they call this?
1: No.
5: No. It's called
4: spray the roaches.
1: Well, that's nice. And let me guess, Tom, where are the roaches?
4: Here are the roaches.
1: Okay, yeah, lucky now guess. Now, this is
4: all on the same night. They do this periodically, and then suddenly there's an outbreak of COVID. Watch this. Yeah. Here's the other way. It's crop dusting. They come back and forth, mm. back and forth, with this high power buzzing your roof. One more. Sorry, one more. This is all the same night, within minutes. And then suddenly people are wearing masks again. See, it's going down that way now. Spraying there. Look how low it is. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Now, immediately when that happens, when I took that footage, each time, red eyes, upper respiratory problems where you get the lump in the throat, can't hardly breathe, you get cramps and uh, dull headaches on a weird place in your head, frontal lobes. That is immediate uh, mm-hmm. effects from the spraying. How mm-hmm. they get away with it? Because they call the shots. Now, here's another how, way how they're getting away with It's because Brian Fitzpatrick, the FBI operative, who controls my sister daily, rewards her, and she's bragging about bigger rewards to come, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a situation where he's placed in perfect position to make sure there's never oversight, right here. Fitzpatrick appointed to House Intelligence Committee, March 12th, 2021. Representative Brian Fitzpatrick was appointed to serve on House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Now, I won't read this whole thing, but listen to this. Intelligence Committee. It's charged with the oversight of the United States Intelligence Community which includes the intelligence, intelligence intelligence-related activities of 17 agencies of the U.S. government and military intelligence programs. The committee handles a range of issues, including cybersecurity. Now, do you understand why you're being interrupted? Election hacking. Sound familiar? Election hacking. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: And growing threats from both state and non-state actors. Intelligence is the first line of defense in protecting our country against threats and foreign adversaries. And uh, they appointed an F- lifelong FBI operative to be in charge of oversight of the agencies. That means what? They get away with everything. Yeah. Now, when Roseanne Barr just called me, these other people calling me, I have let them know this. So she said she's going to be talking to the top people too. We're spreading it around. We're getting people to know. Get Fitzpatrick, the gay Pee Wee Herman, out <laughs> of office. When this guy's out of office. When this guy's out of office. You're going to have oversight again by Congress on the agencies. Right now, the agencies thumb their nose at the Congress. I'm not saying Congress is much better than the agencies, but it's supposed to be put back the way the founding fathers had it and founding mothers have the agencies under scruples, have them checked and balanced, and up and caught. Now, another argument: this man, if I can call him a man right here, this coward has no right, according to the checks and balances of our government system, to be a congressman. Was an fbi operative you can't be pillars right. you can't be two pillars simultaneously they're supposed to be balancing checking each other yeah it's totally backwards so if you remove this man this monster who claims he's uh non right of course he is he's fbi he's a representative from the fbi then there will be oversight tech will be released agencies will crumble what can these guys be subject to the holman rule let's take a peek
2: Holman.
4: The Holman rule. Let's take a look at the Holman rule real quick. Let me see if I can get it on here. I wanna make sure I got it. One second, let me go through here real quick and see if I have it. Ah, Real quick. Where's the Holman rule? Where's the Holman rule? There's so much here. Okay, hold on. Oh, real quick again. Here's uh, at the uh, Twin Towers, when the Twin Towers went down, right? This man was talking about what happened the twin towers he was in the lobby right now look at his face he was in the lobby right of the twin towers mm-hmm. is he pretty bloodied up with the plane that was I, what how many stories up right i remember this guy mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh so what happens when he's talking without a word he's carted off mm-hmm. by these guys
3: oh, FBI.
5: <laughs> okay so
3: everyone if an fbi tries to assist you you might want to actually run
4: <laughs> get away from these guys. They are du- They are just... Then,
3: no, because then they'll shoot you.
4: Yeah, right. That's then right. Say
3: you're
2: crazy.
4: I'm never going to regret the image of all these SWAT team guys piled at my parents' home when I was caretaking them, making dinner for my son and them. And they're cu- at the window with automatic weapons, body armor, body cams, and they look like they're dressed for extras in Navy SEALs. And they are piling at the door while they just told a neighbor, we found out later, you better get inside. You don't want to see this. Which means they're going to kill me, and there's going to be bloody. You don't want to see this. Means we're going to spill blood. What they write in their false report? They're going after an agitated, dangerous target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's making dinner for his elderly parents and son? That's real dangerous. And what's the FBI say? The FBI say they only go after those. They only go after those that are a threat to them. Nothing.
2: yeah, you know what's funny. So, in my situation way at the beginning, they kept saying over and over and over about me that I was a flight risk that yeah. I was yeah. that I was bound to flee and that I was a flight risk. I'm like a flight risk for what? Like, I'm not even arrested. I've never been arrested. Well, a flight risk where like where am I fleeing from?
4: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now fleeing
3: from them, Danny.
4: yeah well, you would be getting out of their control, right? Yeah. So who do they go after they go after families and the children of families, take them away to affect those just like Nazi Germany, that are philosophers, uh, visionaries, uh, teachers, professors, artists, writers. That's what Hitler did and the SS. Mm-hmm. They go after those that could influence our public. If you're stupid and you're not caring and you're compliant, you're safe with the FBI. They'll go after the terrorists in their book. The terrorists in their book are anybody that can reveal their corruption. So what you have here is a Fitzpatrick statement on the Justice and Policing Act. Look at this. Now, here is the FBI representative in the Oversight Committee putting forward a bill. And what's this bill say? That legislation needed reform. That they, they say there's several flaws because they want qualified immunity. Every police officer, every law enforcement person, from agent down to police person, man or woman, is going to have blanket and full immunity from any prosecution, from any citizen? Because what's the the, uh, logic on this? They don't do anything wrong. Police never do anything wrong. Now, is there a question of Fitzpatrick being a lifelong operative? He says he's not now, as we go forward to remove him. Let's read Brian Fitzpatrick's own words here on paragraph three, four. As a lifelong FBI agent... And staunch firm supporter of law enforcement, I simply cannot allow this to take place. As a lifelong FBI agent, sorry, Brian Fitzpatrick, we've got you. And the more you monkey with our systems, we also have offline digital storage libraries of evidence that you cannot get away from this. So he is a lifelong FBI by his own words. He's not going to wiggle out now by saying he's not. Lifeline. Lifelong. Not qualified to be a congressman. And when did he become a congressman? In 2016, exactly when the case was thrown and my sister was turned,
2: and when my son was kidnapped.
4: There you go. Mm -hmm. They knew Danny, you and I would be associating. (laughs) They knew that. That's why the whole. That's why J.R. Martin, like we said, put that in there. And I'm sure Gino and Sylvia. There's entries pertaining to all of us. I guarantee you. That's so sweet. It's true. Now look at this one. Listen to what American heard. In mystery mysterious cubic sound incidents. Who do you think did the investigation of the Twin Towers falling? Who investigated? Uh, FBI. It
3: Fitzpatrick.
4: Right. That's right. And Fitzpatrick, yeah. And who handles stolen intellectual property concerns?
3: Fitzpatrick.
4: And the FBI. Right? Okay. <laughs> so who's the best person to cover things up? The one that's supposed to do- <laughs> <laughs> investigate
5: investigated.
4: Right. Now, who do you think investigated the mysterious Cuba sounds? in the embassies for the U.S. and Canada in Cuba. Who handled that investigation? <laughs> do
3: we have to guess?
4: Was it Fitzpatrick? <laughs> <With the> FBI, <laughs> Right, right. So what happened to me this morning? Remember I told you about the Wailea Clinic when I had the Q-tip in there and the insertion, they showed me the blood and I was, it wasn't even a staff member doing this. And they had me hold it for 20 minutes, saturated. And I started hearing sounds only in this right ear. And okay. it's to disrupt you and make you physically impaired so they can put you away. What I heard was this, and you also hear this layered element of, this will go on at 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. to disrupt your sleep patterns. You'll see a white van out doing it. Now it's being done by satellite. So what do these people hear? The very thing I just described, it's called the Indian cricket. The FBI did it on the US embassy and the uh, Canadian embassy along with Trudeau's permission, experimenting on their own so they have plausible deniability, saying, look, it's the U.S. embassy was hit. Canadian embassy was hit. It must have been you, Cuba. That is part of Operation Northwoods to do false flags in order to blame sovereign nations so you can take their nation. Watch for Cuba to be on the hit list next to be taken over because we want that island for vacations for our elite. So watch Cuba to be falling next along with Ukraine. And they'll make some excuse that they're planning some terrible thing at us with a balloon missile. So yeah, So I heard that this morning for the first time. I thought it maybe it wore out and died. I heard that sound so loud this morning, both layers firing away. The FBI ain't happy right now because we're (laughs) Brian Fitzpatrick. And when you see that entry about him saying lifelong, let's just show that one more time, please. Let's just show one more time, sorry that he's saying, I want to just put it up here because he's not going to like this. Yeah, so let's, sure. let's play it. Let's put it up. Where's my, here, right here. Let's just take the time to put this up really quick. Very important. Let's read it one more time. Gino, can you just, the honors of reading this right here where the cursor is?
1: You're asking the wrong guy to read it. <laughs> I can't oh, see I'm that. Oh, Let me blow it up. <laughs> Hold on, I didn't mean to. Yes, blow it up. There we go. That's better.
4: Hold on, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Read this in honor of our dear friend, Gay Wee Herman. <laughs> right there.
1: Right. i i can't see your cursor it won't show up
4: oh i can't point at it either okay it's no. it's right at the center as a uh
1: as a lifelong fbi agent and staunch that's good enough yeah
4: as right. a lifelong so i wanted your voice also to say it so they can't yes. say it just me <laughs> lifelong fbi agent he's let's review he's not qualified to be a congressman
5: mm-hmm.
4: he's against the checks and balances of our founding fathers and mothers and uh, he has no right to be in an oversight committee over the agencies when he's a lifelong agent. Mm-mm. That is exactly mismanaged, unbalanced garbage. He needs to be removed from office. Spread that, pass that, tell that, get that happening. That man belongs behind pr- in, behind bars in prison.
5: Yeah. Now
4: he works for this lady, Kate Chilton.
2: Yeah. Oh, we love her.
4: With yeah. And Danny, were you the one that pointed out that she just reinstated herself?
2: Yeah, I found the info and I sent it to you.
4: So that's so amazing because first (laughs) of all, let's review real quick. This one put Elon Musk in charge of the tech from the screenplay, gave it it to him. And he said, thank you very much because I was failing on everything. I was about to go bankrupt. And the Wachowskis, Jill Silver, and also coordinated with Fitzpatrick, who was out at Wilkshire Boulevard, FBI building at Wilkshire Boulevard Hollywood when she was out at Hollywood with the studios right off of Wiltshire Boulevard. There you go. Not so hard. And so she was appointed superior court judge. And when people didn't want to vote for her again, they suspended the elections and just appointed her. They suspended the elections. So she That's could, all they got to do. Yeah, that's what yeah. you gotta do, right? And again, let's review. She had been an associate, an associate for six, no, three, six, seven years or so. And uh, you know, nine, eight years or so. She was yeah. an associate and suddenly became, again, when I submitted in 1993, she became vice president, senior litigation counsel, Warren Bros. Entertainment. That's very important to remember. She was a nobody that went to top positions like Fitzpatrick was a nobody. Then in 2017, again, became director of content litigation at Netflix, right when the case is thrown. And she puts Fitzpatrick in charge of the sister and family. She moves into content litigation at Netflix so they can steal through Netflix. Alder Carbon, sense eight, the rest. Then she becomes Superior Court Judge 2020, supposed to be the present. Yeah, right. But she retires when we reveal the Sophia Stewart letter that was the payoff letter between her and Sophia Stewart to get rid of me. So it's five to seven million being offered. That's when she retired the same month it was announced and Sophia Stewart struck it from her site. Now, Danny, you found that she reinstated herself after we announced on the air that she retired and why? So she comes back. It's like a uh, uh, little, little kid move, right? Try to put mm-hmm. it in her face. And we said that she didn't have any other pictures than this uh, LGBT site. That was it. That's all it that was up online. So she's posted well-doctored pictures of herself now again. They're responding. They're responding to us because no one, they want to be clever, and they don't want anybody ever to figure this out, what's really going on. Now let's go back to the original topic, and then we'll go back to you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. So what happens with child services when they're trying to put me in a 302? Caitlin Farrell of Sanctuary Counseling, right? They tried the <laughs> false uh, criminal arrest. My mom was even there. She came down to help pay. And they're saying like, oh, he's dangerous. He's going to kill. They said, I cannot have my safety plan. Safety plan is supposed to prevent 302s. But They're saying, we're going to give it to you. It's on our desk. We're not going to give it to you. That's my property. We're not going to give it to you. They're not going to give me my diagnosis. They're not going to uh, honor my diagnosis. What they're going to do is they're going to right hand write a shopping list for my sister. Now watch. Let me go back out of the screen. I'll talk about this real quick. Hold these up. So what they're doing is they're rewriting the records. They're going to do a handwritten um, uh, filing with whatever. Remember, remember Sova? I told you about. Did I talk about Sova? Where the at the trial he was. They took a lunch break when he was confessing everything. And they, they said they weren't supposed to discuss the case. The, the attorney bent over his shoulder during lunch and told him what to write. He came back and they, they told the judge, We have his letter he wants to read. He read exactly what they told him to write during lunch to refute the testimony he gave. So here's what, what they're doing? doing taking Caitlin Farrell and they're having her write exactly what they want her to say. And so what happens? My sister wanted to push bipolar, right? One and two. I'd never heard about bipolar one and two before, but. Since my sister wanted it, they got. They contacted Kate Chilton. I'm sorry, Caitlin Farrell, uh, to counter diagnosis after tearing it up. They she writes down anything wants. So here's what it says, handwritten, not even a formal. Never saw me again after this like PTSD only safety plan. Never saw me again. You're supposed to have 30 days of observation for a change of report or any kind of report, but instead, not seeing me at all. She said in the report she had phone calls that caused her to alter everything, change everything, right? Phone calls from my sister and congressmen.
0: So based yeah. on my
4: sister and congressman, they changed it to, here we go, this is amazing. They change it to this. Um, oh, here we go. And I'm gonna read what's handwritten, handwritten? Is that a diagnosis? <laughs> and what does it say? Post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia, with paranoia and psychotic features. Well, she they went all, out. all out. She said that this meant that there's no way the Hollywood could say and Robertson, uh, uh, paranoid schizophrenic. She said it's not even a term. So she corrects it for them with my sister saying, you can't say paranoid schizophrenic, she said. So she changes it to uh, schizophrenia with paranoia and psychotic features to make it work finally for Robertson and Hollywood. Oh, wow. And that's not all. And possibly Bipolar 1 and 2. Let my sister have her shopping list. What's my sister doing when this is being done? When this is being done, let's review. What's happening to my sister while this is being done? Right there. (laughs) Yep. She got her way, didn't she? The redhead queen got her way. But that's not all. The symptoms of these, uh, disclosure, whatever uh have led to delusions they love that word my sister, yeah uh, yep <laughs> responses that put him at risk of harming himself they'd love to say that yep. have, have I ever said in hundreds of interviews that I wanted anyone hurt that I was ever going to do harm that I love people love life love God I mean it's like where the drawing is from oh that's right they claim my sister says I call her all the time saying I'm waving a gun around and going to shoot her and my son could you imagine that phone call would that be a way to keep my son would that be a smart move by me to call anybody and say anything like no. that no and by the that. way
1: by the way tom when was hearsay allowed hearsay in a in a court of law or secondhand knowledge or you know people just slandering your name when was this all allowed as evidence when did that start happening we see this That's all the point. time in the family court too all the time mm-hmm.
4: and Chino, you, know, you just raised something so important when did it, when did due process end yeah when you do a 302 you have no due process. You're hauled off, and the, the doctor comes in and says you're being shut away for life. You're never getting out of
5: here. You never even have to say.
4: And then you have secret. My sister said Secret Service was going to make sure I'm put away, that they would show up there. They did, bragging that I'd be put away for life and talking to the doctor saying you have to make this happen. That's a, that's a story in itself, but thanks for saying that, definitely. Oh, that he, Oh, here we go. He has stated in session that he believes major corporations are trying to kill him and his son. Really? And in his attempts to keep he and his son safe, he has practiced it, can't read or writing, practice risky and unsafe. I practice risky and unsafe behavior. So I go to a therapist to have a clean bill of health. Is that a that's risky and unsafe behavior? They should have told me that ahead of time. I would have spent the money. You know? So just whatever
3: they need it to be.
4: Yeah. Heads up, yeah. Oh, here! during the past 30 days, I have been notified of continued phone calls and voicemails referencing murder-suicide involving Tom and his son, Aiden. You didn't even see me. You didn't even see me. It takes 30 days. So she says, you know, it takes 30 days. So she's saying, during the past 30 days. Is that your excuse for meeting the requirements of a 30-day observation? Mm -hmm. Over the past 30 days, i received phone calls. Referencing referencing murder-suicide, Tom and
5: his
3: son. What the hell? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what know. they use for the foster kids. It's a 1013. It's Isn't a homicidal-suicidal. Cool? Yeah. 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 Oh, so okay. it's crazy, too,
2: because they do this to a lot of us parents when they try to still kidnap our children. So I had never even been to a psychologist, psychiatrist, none of that. Right. but they but they brought in a psychologist into the courtroom during my hearing that I had never met. I literally watched the door open. She walked by me in the courtroom, went on the stand and started painting a picture of how I have delusions and hallucinating and have delusions of grandeur. And I'm like, I have never seen this woman in my entire life. That's and exactly
4: so- that's exactly how they play. Thank Kate Children for that one. Exactly. <laughs> It is my professional opinion that he suffers from cumulative disorders. Wow. So just shopping list, right? Now, keep in mind, what was not included in that 302 attempt It was given to the doctors? No safety plan. And they provided an attorney to me from Goldman Law Firm. This top firm. Let me go out of the share screen. They give this law firm, top one in Doylestown, contacts me. Top, this is the white shoe club. This is the top firm. Super expensive. The partners come out, the boss comes out, they all interview me. They talk about the Matrix story, Mike Proof, how they know people in Hollywood. They wanna see it through. They're gonna protect me from any more 302s. Sounds like a gift, doesn't it? Wow, thanks, guys. No, they were there to handle me. Just like the other, they were there to handle me. So they do this false subpoena and they allow these guys to never give me this. And finally, they black it out. Why would you send me my property blacked out, whereas Aiden's name? And he even admitted. They don't want to be caught in what they did wrong. So they black out Aiden's name on the safety plan. That's the best I've got now. Blacked out from them. How much did I pay them? And the diagnosis was not included in the filing for the 302, only the handwritten thing where they gave the shop and this to my sister. I could see her leaning over the shoulder going, add this. I bought more one two. Good, thank you. I'm top, top person in psych community. They didn't show all the sessions I had. They didn't show the letter I wrote her. Saying to Caitlin Farrell, it was a very nice letter saying, you know, please help me. Just like I said, and look, just I just need you to do your job and stand by what you have. I, I don't want these 302s to happen anymore. And you know, I, I respect you as a person. And I think we could, she never included that letter, never included that letter either. So, safety plans out, diagnosis is out like, to make it work. Now they're afraid of going to jail, right? They're afraid of going to jail. Caitlin Farrell got away with it. What was the last thing Caitlin Farrell did, Caitlin Farrell did with me? She was a young girl uh often what happened to me you know talk about the Florence Nightingale effect and things like that and how uh, counselors you know like people fall for their counselors it's the yeah. opposite for me. it's the opposite for me what happens for me is when they hear like oh you wrote this stuff you're a benefactor when they hear my life story they fall for me it's like it's it's just human nature it's mm-hmm. often a woman often will if she's a guy who actually cares that's pretty rare like the Gino guy rare guy mm-hmm. Right? And so it's yeah. also rare to find someone who loves kids, who has yeah. done work that changed the world. I'm not trying to toot a horn, I'm trying to get paint the frame here, the picture. Right. So what's the last thing that happens after those 12 sessions with this young therapist? Caitlin, tell me if this is appropriate. I'm there, I'm thanking her, I'm gonna stop. I said, I don't need it anymore, we'll can stop the sessions. And she said, the safety plan, great. Come in one more time, sure. She comes over to me on the couch. Yeah. She gets on the couch and puts her knees up on the couch against mine. There's contact. She reached her hand out across the couch talking to me about what a great guy I am and all this stuff. It's like a scene right out of Man in the High Castle. Therapist. And then what I did was, and I'm not making this up. This has happened before. I, I took her hand to shake it. She didn't let go. And i said you know it was great working with you you got a good heart i think it was really wonderful i kept it professional yeah but this is what happens and i think you guys can agree that for for um the female side there's a lot of talk about rare guys that actually care do benevolent mm-hmm. work that love family love kids they were a dying breed I mean, yeah. say it in this world yeah and so they'll call us keepers right mm-hmm. and so I think you can see how a therapist who's young, having a bad relationship, they told me she's in a bad relationship. And that's why she was actually going to have counseling and told me that's one of the reasons she won't be able to see me. So So, counseling.
2: To be fair, um, real women that have real empathy and compassion and nurturing and want traditional values are also rare breeds. Yes. so what they're doing is that they're keeping the rare females away from the rare males and the controlling handler men are coming in and trying to abuse the females and the controlling Jezebel females are coming in to abuse the men and keeping everybody separate from the people they're supposed to be with is what's actually happening.
4: So perfectly said. That's why I'm getting these calls again from controllers from way back that are female. (laughs) Exactly. They are so afraid- of power couples that are the way god designed us to be faithful devoted loyal that don't have all the problems that hollywood tries to paint is part of every couple's uh, life
5: right
4: and so they're afraid of that it's like race cars they're afraid of those race cars just going way ahead of the pack and uh that's one of the things i actually have in the immortals is the idea of balanced relationships where they they have that thing where remember i was talking about captain the mandolin show with um i forget his name anyway it's like where the the doctor's talking about what love is and he said like what really is it's what what is left after all that infatuation melts away where you can't you're so mm-hmm. intertwined you can't imagine you can't imagine not having that person as part of your life that's love and he says yeah. that's more brilliant than the infatuation period it's like yeah, yeah yeah so and i want people to get that again have that again you know yeah. you're right they want to divide us and separate us up and make us desperate and then try to say, try to catch any moment where we look like we're off kilter and say, and warn people off. That's why the anonymous is that approach and say, don't be with Tom, don't be with Tom, or don't be with Danny, don't be with Gino. They'll come up and they'll say, don't work with him, don't be with him, he's dangerous, yep. he's delusional. They love the word delusional. So, I mean, yes. the, the anonymous of the players bought off playbook, the ones, the D players that are bought off, Their dictionaries about that big. They mm-hmm. have a vocabulary that centers around stupid words that make them feel prideful. But our vocabularies are much bigger. And it's like, we actually do care. And out of caring comes more investing in language and how we present ourselves and presenting ourselves better to get points across to help steer to a better world. We're not stuck on just, is our ego okay? And our image, okay,
3: yeah. you know,
4: beyond that to how can we make a better world? So yeah. anyway, that's, that's a trap I was in. And uh, they interviewed Aiden, this, they sent this lady, Sam, like Samantha Harrison to us. And she was dressed like a go-go dancer. She was dressed with the go-go boots and like the, you know, like almost fishnet and stockings. She we was like, what? This is a soldier worker? So she came out made up to the teeth and flirtatious. She was like, there, and she said, I need to check this home. And she's talking like, I have never seen a home like this. I wish more were like this. You are definitely centered and everything. I was dressed nice. I met him in the living room. My mom was there. Aiden was there. I was caretaking my parents. She went and interviewed Aiden, saw the room. She said, I wish more people were like this. Aiden was set up with a styled room, everything he needs, from the desk to the fish tank, you name it. And utilities so she stays and says um i want i feel like i'm part of the family you know that they approach you the report that i was not shown used with the 302 said tom was disheveled he was manic we don't have to put him away yet we'll try again we'll keep going that then you weren't there for my son you were there to try you misled my son you told my son you were there for his benefit to check on something and she said she'd have to come every time they called her she promised services she never gave and they say you refused them. So it's like, that's the ticket. So child services is such, such the tip of the spear in the weaponization used by the cabal. They are <laughs> such the tip of the spear. And what do they do? They break you by ripping your family apart. And it's all through Game of Thrones. It's all through Men the Castle. They go after your family. Child services is the means to do it, working with the FBI. Child services should be defunded and these different people put on trial yeah yep. citizens so enough said over to you guys
2: gino yeah. loves the idea of having them on trial I
1: let me just let me just tell you something guys i i was wondering like what's going on with the audience not a lot of chit chat going on and i see the numbers go up and then they're coming way down well we've been getting disconnected several times throughout the broadcast again like and i, I mean like it says, dis- like I'm noticing down here on my, uh, I got a little gauge thing down here. to keep saying disconnected, 28 seconds, 27 seconds. So I think people are getting frustrated and probably leaving because they think yeah. there's buffering going on. So I'm checking other things on Rumble to see if they're okay, and it's not just a Rumble thing. Uh, but then I notice it's also doing that on Foxhole. So that would mean is, is that, that something's me? going on oh. with my internet.
4: Yeah. So you'll mm-hmm. have this recorded, obviously. Can you send me the yes. link? And oh, yeah. yeah. Let's really push the recording of this Mm -hmm. and let your audience know that um, it's going to be up because that's exactly what's going on. They do not want this known. Mm -hmm. What did we talk about tonight? We talked about the Mm -hmm. main player, Brian Fitzpatrick, that will cause oversight when he's removed, oversight to happen over the agencies. And that means that even the Pentagon will have to release all the tech, everything we have, which will advance our civilization and our country way back to what it should be. We'll be Mm -hmm. the good guy again and Congress will have oversight. So what we're talking about right now is getting our country back getting our country back. Read one more time. Uh, let me just read one more time exactly what's at stake here with his position, And if he holds his position, okay? Let's just look one more time at this situation. So house intelligence. Okay, here we go. I won't make you read it, Gino. Don't worry. Here you go. So I, so, <laughs> Thank listen- you, Tom. I appreciate it. <laughs> you got it. I, I'm catching on. But listen to this now and think of the import of each entry. We're going to repeat for the audiences too. He is part of that. He said lifelong FBI operative, right? Let's let's line that up also. Let's put the puzzle together. Okay, so here we have Fitzpatrick is a lot, li- by his own words, lifelong FBI agent. He yeah. is in the appointed to the House Intelligence Committee, which has oversight over the agencies. A lifelong agent in like second chair in the committee in Congress responsible for oversight of the agencies. Get it? What do they cover? Besides the 17 agencies and the military intelligence programs, the committee handles a range of issues. This is important. Let's take each one and really savor this. Cybersecurity. What's been happening to us tonight? Right. Right? So Brian Fitzpatrick can block anything to do with cybersecurity and make this happen tonight so he can have his little gay world promoting people who are flunky. <laughs> not... What else? <laughs> do you know one thing real quick? I went to his office right to drop off a letter it was a kind letter saying please don't do this with my sister anymore on the top of his uh desk was this letter i took a picture of that said from wilkshire boulevard california fbi offices uh for your eyes only a big packet that's not a pension plan for yeah. your eyes only what does that mean that means orders a congressman getting orders by the fbi right. right and you know what i heard when we were there the office was loaded with people you know why nobody's attending to him you know why Because we heard from the back office, (laughs) we heard them gay laughing in the back room. I kid you not. And that's exactly what it sounded like. You can't get a higher register. I'm trying and it's making my throat sore. So, (laughs) yeah. But that's what we heard with the office packed. Brian and his buddy, buddy Matt back there going... (laughs)
3: There's another Congress member that just came out with a sex video, a gay sex video. I I believe that just happened.
4: You just gave me a great idea, Sylvia. Great idea. Congress, if anybody has a sex video on Brian Fitzpatrick and Matt, his his manager, please uh, make it public, but be to our needs not to see it.
5: Yes.
4: (laughs) Audio (laughs) only, please. Okay, good, good. All right. Thank you. So we just, thanks, Sylvia. That's good. Just made me think of that. So yeah, oh my God, when that comes out, that'll be the worst rated video ever. Anyway, Mom, so yeah.
2: do you have anything to say to Brian Fitzpatrick?
4: Yes, Brian, you failed in your family. They said you were the black sheep of the family. You sucked at everything you ever done. Let us have our country back. Let the innocent, the children, the elderly alone, stop rewarding a failed sister. And uh, let's actually tend to business, which means you were removed from office Stop and uh everything returns to normal where we can have our country back, our world stable, and you were never there. So thanks. <laughs> Bye, Brian, buddy. Yeah. And work on your voice. You can know, have voice <laughs> lessons if you actually want to be, a man. All right. So yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Danny. Hope that helps. So the committee handles a range of issues, including cybersecurity. So what's been happening tonight? They got that. Oh, it's it's cyber. Nice. Well, it hasn't
1: it hasn't been very secure. <laughs> There's been cyber <laughs> stuff going on, but it hasn't been very
4: secure when Brian, Brian, baby, Brian, baby, when Brian, baby, hey, you betcha, is no longer in position, back to being a janitor, not to insult janitors. Then we'll have
2: internet back.
4: Yeah, we'll get our internet back. Also, he's involved in what? Election hacking. Okay. Please, anybody, can this be any plainer than broad daylight on a sunny blue sky? Election hacking. That's pretty, pretty pertinent, isn't it? So let's think of this, the main issues that are being just totally contested right now and are inflamed are the ones he's in charge of having oversight over. Mm, One million dollars. So <laughs> growing threats from both state and non-state actors. I'm an actor. Okay, that, that works really well. Yeah, Anyway, yeah, I am a performer. And anyway, so yeah, so then we have, what else? Uh, against threats, foreign adversaries. Um, Oh, wait, what did this guy say? Leader McCarthy, McCarthy, interesting. He gives him a real PR push here to get him in. So McCartney was bought, sorry to say, sorry to say. And he says, our civilian and military intelligence professionals do incredible work in gathering critical intelligence. Right, sure. And deserve to have leaders on the Congressional Intelligence Committees wait a minute he's saying that fitzpatrick as a fbi agent deserves to be on the intelligence committee he's covering for him am i reading this wrong
1: okay okay tom you said that was you said that was mccarthy right mccarthy yeah okay mccarthy just got booted from what the house what uh, about two months ago now i think it was a month and a half
5: yeah
1: Yeah, he was the speaker of the house bye-bye and no one wanted him there anyway Nope. And they gave him an ultimatum. They said, okay, you know what? You don't follow the plan, you're gone. Well, they booted him, thank God. And now what are they doing? They're going after some of the agencies. Yeah, I know, do the <laughs> do the dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so Good. it is interesting that, when was this written?
3: This when... was uh, 2021, March wow. 12th, okay. 2021. Hey,
2: something else Something else that's interesting. Is it March 12th, 2021? <gasps> That's important, isn't it? Does it have to do it, COVID or was that 2020?
1: No, that was 2020. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, but but also here's the thing with McCarthy. There's a lot of allegations that he might be gay.
4: Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god!
1: And he was living. He was living with. Um, oh gosh, what's that guy's name? It's going to escape me now. He was the guy for Fox. Uh, Frank uh, Frank Lovett uh, Luntz. Frank Luntz. That's his name. L U N T Z. And they were, it turns out they had an apartment together in DC.
4: Oh my God. So it makes sense that he'd be the one getting mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick into yeah. this position and then covering for him. That's a cover statement, mm-hmm. isn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, you know, that's, that was the rumors. But I mean, he definitely was living with Luntz and Luntz was definitely gay. There's no doubt about that. So,
4: yeah. Gay sex ring. Interesting. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing, Gino. And there he is making that cover statement. This is a stupid statement. So we deserve to have a guy infiltrating the intelligence committee. This is stupid. Who will match their level of dedication? This is. I know that Brian will be up to the task. Yeah, under-ranking member Devin. Oh great. Oh my god! What head of the Chinese? Wait, what? What? Hold it. Intelligent Committee Republicans will continue to play a pivotal role in staying ahead of the Chinese Communist Party threat. and will keep the American people safe against ongoing emerging threats. So they're picking on China saying that that really they've been distracting us going like, these guys are scary. They're coming over here. No, it's our own people that are scary. These guys are scary. They're the ones that are scary. The fox
2: is already in the hen house. Who is? The fox is already in the hen house. You know it,
4: girl. You know it, Dragon Rider. (laughs) You know it. (laughs) As fighting corruption and terrorism with the FBI. That's that's Bush's bulldog. Republic Repub- is an ideal pick to serve on the committee. No, he's not. Who's Devin yeah. Nunes? Oh, my God. Devin,
3: and then- De- Wait, I thought
4: Devin De- Nunes was... Uh- Devin
1: Nunes runs True Social now, but he was the senator or um, congressman from uh, California who was going after all the... Um, corrupt stuff that was going on during the trump administration he was trying to expose what the democrats were doing and some uh, of the uh, rhinos some of the rhinos D- nunez is a good guy as far as i can tell like he's okay. he All was right. fighting the corruption in the fbi
4: he uh, must have been told to for... support him then because something's wrong here mm-hmm. if he's mm-hmm. supporting brian fitzpatrick who's lifelong fbi in this yeah, position he might have been paid some donuts maybe yeah sprinkles, yeah. Yeah. yeah and look what i just found on july 1st 2020 okay So this thing about, I am a lifelong FBI agent, right? Yeah. They do this bill, and I've been talking about that at the time. In 2021, he changes his statement to what? As a former FBI agent. See? They know it's wrong. We've been pointing it out. So he changes his statement. But uh, -uh, sorry, sorry, I'm bribed, Bubby. you already already
3: read it it three or four
4: times. Lifelong, don't change that. That don't wash in the soup. Uh-uh. That floats. Yeah, in, in
1: incorruptible guardian over on Foxhole said uh Nunes is the one who ran to Trump to tell them they were spying on him. Yeah, he was the first one in. Okay, Remember when all they right. were Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So I'd love to have audience's take on this then too, about um what's going on. Why would he be supporting this completely corrupt situation? Or is he just said, was he maybe he was just approached and said, make a statement. Just can you give us a statement just so we can put it in this thing? Okay, sure. Could could
1: could be a setup too. Who knows?
4: Could be a setup, yeah, could be setting him up. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I'll drop out of this. Isn't that wild though? They changed this uh how they're la- how he's labeling himself. Unbelievable. Whatever yeah. suits them, whatever suits them. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, and used, they think, mean, see, but they,
1: and they think there's no eyes on it. That's why they, they know there's no <laughs> oversight. There's no over literally over this is in everything. We see this in every agency, it doesn't matter which one it is. It's in CPS, it's in Foster Care. It's everywhere. No oversight. When there's when there's no, when you there's know, no oversight, right. you can do what you want. You get away That's with right. everything.
2: Correction. There is oversight. First of all, it's God. Yeah, there's and there's some intercessors on this planet that understand mm. what's going on and see it. So, there's oversight.
4: We like that. Amen, sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's yeah, the yeah. best kind of oversight.
4: Yeah, you know? But let's get our committee back. Let's get these guys out. Because I feel like there's so many good, patriotic, faithful, intelligent, amazing people all across this country. And it's been taken out of our hands. And you know what they're going to claim? These goons, these, these nerds that control our government and such? They're going to say that we were complicit. That we allowed it yeah. to happen. You didn't do anything. Yeah. Right, no one did anything, no one seemed to care. It's yeah. like, yeah, we're right here saying it while you're interrupting our flow.
1: Well, it's yeah. it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, because they're gonna c- call you a J6er then,
4: yeah. Like, you yeah. can't, you,
1: they, they got you coming and going. That's that's the whole point. Right.
3: Well, they think, gonna, think yeah. they have us coming and going. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna interject like Danny did now, <laughs>
1: that's right, that's right. Oh,
5: yeah,
3: <laughs> they don't because I right. was on the inside, and just like you were saying, they control the narrative. And the way That's that they right. control the narrative is through the workers because they would they would tell us that we would have to write it a certain way. We'd have to write our notes a certain way. You were not allowed to put certain things in about the biological family, cannot talk good about them. You had to talk bad about the biological family. You had to talk good about the foster parent. You had to talk bad about the child, and if you didn't, they would delete your notes and they would make you rewrite it until you had it just like they wanted or they had write it in there. That's so not... this is how they control the narrative. Then they say the social workers are the Bible; their word is the Bible, and everybody just believes it because, like what you said, they're just they're just doing good. You know, nobody's paying attention. Same
4: they're the
3: Bible.
4: Evidence in the court. What they do is they push it back at you, you and know, they. They'll even say things like this, well, she didn't know what she was doing when she wrote it, or he didn't know what she was doing when we wrote it. Yeah. No, that we won't enter that. And they get to make up whatever they want. Like that one they created on me for the last entry of the courier banging on my door. And it said it was an email from the guy, uh, Victor Shokum, who was this hatchet firm. And it was to his own boss in the same office saying, Tom Walters came up to me and uh, said in my ear, I'm going to kill you, dot, 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 really bad. And it's like, <laughs> that's your evidence? It was like, that's not you were in the hall screaming a-hole at me and saying loser, like an idiot, like some childhood idiot on the playground. And it's like, you're going to turn it into that? And it's like, and make it, that's your evidence? Your email to your boss guy in your own office? Is courier delivered as final evidence? Yeah. They're trying to be um, dangerous, yeah.
2: The other thing I, that just came to my head, Sylvia, is that because this is spiritual warfare, and the dark side tends to know what people are who people are and what they're gonna do in advance, um they had you with ODD, oppositional yeah. defiant disorder, and this and that, and all these other things, and they were bullying you. Well, they probably knew like your soul on a deeper level than you even knew at that point, and they knew that you were gonna do big things in the future. So they were already set in the stage, not just in the present when you were there but they wanted something on record to show later when you do big things, they can go back to that and be like, Oh, well, she's crazy. She's delusional. She is ODD right. this and that. Uh, and yeah, it's I mean, always
3: had that stuff. Yeah. Is that, yeah, exactly. They're building their case. Like, yes. like they do with everybody. Like they did with you. Like they did with Tom. They did it with yeah. me. They, they, they basically create their case, but yeah. um, and I asked for the records but they didn't give it to me. I only have one thing that they wrote me up on and it was always medical error, which what um, I was never even on the shift that the times that they wrote me up on and they use the word delusional and hallucinate and burned out. Those are the the words they use.
4: Yep. Physically impaired. You just guys came to me while we were all talking while you're all talking, it just came to me. What we could do in this country too is something I never thought of before. And there needs to be an agency formed or some kind of um, independent group formed where you get your lives back. And it's like what happens is you go in and, and prove with different professionals that you are solid, grounded, caring. You know, Basically, it's allowed to clean the slate of all the muck and garbage that the agencies have piled on, including child services. And so you have a different voice, a different place to go to, to um, present yourself. And establish facts apart from the gamemanship apart from the monkey aim. and mm-hmm. i think that'd be really cool if there's something formed like this where i mean sure possibilities of corruption are everywhere but i think there needs to be a different avenue apart from the grasp of these agencies that have gone rogue that we can actually re-establish clean slates i mean that's basically what it comes down to yeah trying to reunite our families is clean the slate of all the muck they piled onto us unjustly without mm-hmm. any due process does that make any sense yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I just don't know.
1: know, I don't know, I, when this all gets cleaned up, and it's going to get cleaned up, yeah. I always call it aisle, aisle six, <laughs> clean up in aisle yeah. six, it's going to get yeah. It's gonna get taken care of, <clears throat> there is going to be oversight, and it's going to be we the people, the way it's yes. supposed to be, we yeah. were always yeah. intended to be the oversight over our government, not right. the other way around, and right. so I think that's, that's going to go forward for sure when justice comes and all this other stuff goes down, how that looks, I'm not 100% sure, I mean, I right. hope it's, you know, like, is there even going to be some of these agencies in the future? Probably not. I think yeah. some of them will be dismantled forever because they see that yeah. they can go rogue so quickly.
4: Right. You just, you just said something so important. Besides everything else that was important, you said. Tom, Tom,
1: everything I ever say is important.
4: I know. I try to put all the mental notes. I have a whole library list of Gino facts. <laughs> yes. but yeah. You know, yes. Tom,
2: Tom, Gino, the great one, is, or Gino means the great one. So we have to call it's him the Gino time. the great one.
4: Yeah. In, in my name, Tom means appreciator of the great one.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the great name. I like it. But where's the Holman rule? Oh, where to go? Okay, hold on. Oh, I know where it is. Hold on. I want to show you this. I didn't show you the Holman rule yet. We need to look at this. The Holman rule. Okay, here we go. Share screen real quick. Because you just sent me right back to it. That's a callback. Of course, we're supposed to be seriously physically impaired and incapable capable of anything, but yeah, let's go ahead. According to them, yeah. I can't believe these clowns. Okay, ready? Here we go. Here's the downfall of the agencies. Once Fitzpatrick, can you see it? Yeah. Okay, so once Fitzpatrick's out of office, the Holman rule goes into effect with Congress having oversight over the agencies, that's what it's for, to reduce salaries fire specific federal employees, which even their leaders, cut specific programs, including the CIA and even child services. Mm -hmm. So Congress can do it. They can do it. That's our key right there. Getting this guy won't look so sad. We're gonna get rid of Brian Fitzpatrick and then the Holman rule can be enacted without him blocking it. And then all that tech's gonna be released by the Pentagon, which we actually have light speed technology now from reverse engineering. And they're letting it, no, no no brain, Mm -hmm. nothing. Nothing surprising about it. Can you imagine that we can be going to the stars right now? Right? Crazy. It's amazing. It's Remember like Star means? Trek. Everyone yeah, needs to be beam, beam,
1: beam me up, Scotty, like the same type of crap. Yeah. 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 Can
4: you imagine doing a Star Trek episode where, or film where. Can we, we all dress like, no, like it? What's that?
2: We can all dress like in costumes.
4: Oh, you guys would look great in the officers' uniforms. Yeah. Where's that logo button? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So what you have is that little star thing. It's supposed to be titanium or something. Anyway, they didn't communicate with each other. But the thing is, like, yeah, if we had a Star Trek movie and they're talking about, we have the facility, uh, we can go to the future and we can travel through time or travel to different starships and they have this character named Brian Fitzpatrick that comes in and says, oh, no, you won't. End of movie. Roll credits. Yeah, I bet people would just love that film where we just don't yeah. go anywhere because the CIA and FBI decided that wouldn't be a good thing including the Pentagon. Isn't it amazing that Pentagon is actually isn't that a witch's kind of symbol pentagon
1: that's uh, awesome. what the, the pennant the pentagram no that's tom come on the cults don't use that symbol anywhere i've never seen
4: they that Don't okay i'm
1: sure it's a coincidence i'm sure yeah i know
4: well that's that's a thing I'm not sure. but yeah yeah these guys yeah anyway but yeah they are keeping us from advancing because they they don't want to lose their power they're incredible. It's like yeah. parents are saying, we're not gonna give you the food. We're not gonna give you the gifts. We're not gonna take care of you because we don't want you becoming better than us. It's yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah, that, we'd rather have you starve than, and uh, stay in the Stone Age than because you might be better than us. You won't need us anymore. And we won't get our jollies and our, and our gay parties. So, right. Right, yeah. I couldn't believe that though, when I was hearing him behind that closed doors. I was just, in the office was packed with a line waiting. Mm-hmm. How long were they in there? You know? Were you uh did you record it? No. What I did was oh. I took a for your eyes only thing. I didn't think mm. of that. Yeah. How did but you how you did you get into his your office?
5: Time.
4: Because I I was actually I had called and talked to his assistant Matt. I thought it was Brian on the phone. So here's what it was. I, I call up uh Brian's office and I thought he answered cuz he knew our family from working with the sister and the brother and buying everybody mm-hmm. off. And so I hear this voice go Yes, can I help you, Brian? Uh, Fitzpatrick's office? I said, Brian, is this, is this Brian Fitzpatrick? No, this is Matt, his assistant. You sound exactly alike, I actually said. <laughs> and uh, when I called too, like I got a secretary first before I talked to Matt, right? Because I asked to talk to Brian. And when I called the secretary, I said like, this is Tom Oldhouse, and they didn't know. I didn't think they knew who I was. I said, this is Tom Oldhouse, I talked to, talk to uh, leave a message for Brian Fitzpatrick as possible. She goes, is this a threat? I'm like, what do <laughs> you say to everybody that calls? can you imagine best buy the geek squad best wow. Buy's like yeah i'm a best buy member is this a threat no i just wanted to have service on my computer because the fbi is messing with it but you know anyway <laughs> talk about paranoid yeah anyway. oh yeah. my gosh yeah it's funny anyway winding down <laughs> that's that topic winding the, the down. door was
1: the door was just open you got to walk right in though
4: Yeah, the door's open there. Hmm, So they they have a section, like the lobby section of their office, and they have the back room where they have their, I guess, Mm -hmm. their party beds. So,
1: yeah. (laughs) Gosh, I don't even... (laughs) That's so sick to think about. I'm sorry. It's
4: (laughs) getting grossed up. I just want to throw up. Yeah, helicopters and everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. I wish you had that footage of the helicopters.
4: I do somewhere. I have it right here. I know I do. Listen, Tom,
1: Tom, I think I'm going to help you with that. That desktop of yours. <laughs> I don't know how you find anything it's on that desktop.
4: It's got everything in order. It's like, yeah. Am I sure am I?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay.
4: No, but yeah. I mean, it's actually kind of a timeline for the evidence. So it's kind of cool, but yeah, I know. Okay. I, I know. Yeah.
1: So you have some kind of system going there that you understand.
4: Yeah. But I mean, I could put it in a folder and just go through timeline on the folder. That would work too. Yeah. But yeah, it needs some help. It's kind of Scooby. Yeah. Let's see here. Where's the... I, I'm still looking. I'm still looking for the keep going though. I'm looking for the helicopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, I would love to see that. Are helicopter. We
2: talking about.
4: They're military helicopters used by the SWAT team.
3: Oh, yeah. My mm-hmm.
2: sister the got the other um,
4: Yeah. Gang,
3: the ones that gang stalk uh, people that are fighting the government. Yeah,
5: yeah that right. happens
3: to me. Mm-hmm. Which uh, basically they can't deny if it happens to everybody that talks about it, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, the, yeah. it's, the yeah. same, it's the same playbook, right? yeah and what's interesting is that um
2: it was happening to me a lot in canton georgia which is where the sheriff was that went that came from the fbi academy so he has access to those helicopters and uses them when when he was using them when i was trying to get christian out of the jail that week yeah so they definitely it's all connected
4: i'll try to find him for next time and um i'll play it because it's pretty amazing it was early in the morning and it was right after the 302 attempt. And what's interesting is they were actually used shooting the helicopter scene for Matrix Four at the same time. So I think there was a tie-in with that. But it was the the goon guy from Warrington Township showing off his toys.
1: And uh, I well, guess called it. that plane that plane crop dusting was crazy.
4: Isn't that wild? That is
1: like it's going back and forth. That was insane. And then you said immediately, like immediately that people started getting sick.
4: Yeah, I took pictures of it. My, oh my eyes gosh. turned red. So you get crazy. like a upper respiratory, hard to swallow, hard to talk. You get a dull headache in frontal lobes, lobes, like a dull headache. It's really weird, very uh, spread. And um, you get cramps, like belly wow. cramps. And things like that. That's so it's, insane. It's, it's, yeah, spraying the roaches. Yeah,
1: Incorruptible uh, Guardians had great interview. Yeah, we've got several now. This Is our is this our fourth show, Tom? I think Maybe. it is.
4: It's my, I'm just feeling like yeah. one big, blow happy.
1: Yeah, this been go great. back and check out the uh, previous three. You'll love it. Uh, he did the first couple were strictly about his uh, immortals script, and then kind of going right. over all the details with that. This is all the other stuff that's kind of tied in with it, or how it correlates with modern things that are going on, whether it's taking children yep. or dealing with our government. So, yeah, great cool. stuff. Yeah. We love it's Tom. actually
2: love Tom. it's all connected, all of it. All
4: Absolutely. Of it. Absolutely exposing Absolutely. the corruption. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And And then ultimately, everything that we've been talking about, like the military, FBI, police, all that stuff, also has to do with, um, on a spiritual level, I know it's the whole dark to light thing, but ultimately, wasn't it, Gino, we were reading Revelation 18, I think, and it speaks about the uh, Jezebel spirit, basically, Mm -hmm. how she'll never be a widow. Uh, Well, that is the same spirit that actually literally controls the men a lot of a lot of times in those positions of power so the all of the protector positions um she actually that spirit is over a lot of a lot of that and then she over time corrupts them and makes them turn against the good people that is you you could actually
1: You could actually call it a honey, honey, what do they call them? Honey pot. Yeah. Honey pot. (laughs) Honey pot. pot,
2: Yeah. I mean, that's
1: what, I mean, Jezebel, you know, you go back to the old Testament and you see Jezebel, what she did. I mean, that's, that was her thing. Like it was alluring men with her, you know, lustful and beauty, lust and beauty and all that other stuff. But you know, the spirit is neither feminine or male. It's just, it's a spirit, but it, it, it can play a feminine role or even a homosexual role to seduce Mm. men and women in high places to pull them out and use them for whatever, you know, the satanic plan is. And that's yeah. I mean that's been going on for millennium. That that's not just something new. This is this has been going on forever. It's even before Jezebel to be honest. I mean, you can go back to the garden and see this. So, it's mm-hmm. this thing of of the the lust of the flesh. So, and mm-hmm. look, let's face it. Who isn't? We're all susceptible to the lust of the flesh. It's very easy to be to succumb to that because we all have needs. Mm-hmm. We all want things. And we have a selfish nature to us. But when you when you, when you put that aside, like the Bible says, kill your flesh, you know, kill it daily, uh, crucify the flesh daily. So when we do that, then you're more susceptible to listen to God's voice rather than your own voice or even the satanic voice that's in this world. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the ultimate weapon against this. Um, Because if you don't have that discernment, man, you are, it's so easy to be deceived. So easy, especially in the time we're living. There is so much deception. There's so many people. How many people, think about this, how many people did you think were good just in the last five years and turned out to be bad, right? I mean, all of us fell for somebody, at least one. Multiple
4: people. And and we're still
2: still using discernment to figure out Mm -hmm. who's who to this Mm -hmm.
4: day. (laughs) And they're very good at matching what... You like they profile you and they figure out what you want most. Like, I love family after the yeah. death of my sons and things like that, and my family taken away. I wanted family for Aiden, and so they know that the honeypot wives know that when they approach you, they tuck that angle right. So they know how to pinpoint right into where your heart is mm-hmm. and uh, sales pitch it and play sweet sugar top, you know, cherry on top. That's so it. it's a yeah, mm-hmm. that angle. So even
1: if man, I like, what do you think it's going to be like, Tom, after this all goes down? Like, what's the world going to be like? I know it's not going to be like utopia, heaven and earth, but it's it's going to be a lot better, man. Oh,
4: right? well, we're yeah. going to see a different timeline where it's going to be advanced. Like, my promise I have is that inventions and things like this will just skyrocket forward. There's going to be um, integrity involved and an oversight, and the pyramid will be turned upside down, basically, uh, the social scheme, <clears throat> where those that are actually compassionate will be at the top. And that means you're going to see a lot more caring a lot more uh, attention to details and uh, children will feel like they're heard it's just like it just goes right across where elderly are valued you're gonna see a change in how elderly care occurs how children uh, teaching occurs it's just everything's gonna flip-flop
3: and, and then uh, uh, the medical like if, basically oh, yeah. if they just leave us alone like just leave us alone <laughs> let us live our lives we'd be happy because then you won't have the cancer because they won't be poisoning our food. They won't be poisoning our water. They won't be poisoning our air. Um, like it's all like everything. Like like just leave us alone. Let us live. I, yeah. Let us be. And uh, let let God have control of his plan instead of all these demons that are trying to kill and destroy everybody.
4: I was wondering if there's yeah. ever a movie, a movie about like two planets. There probably is. <laughs> Where, one, the, the good people that really have hearts go to that. And the people yeah. that are not nasty go to the other. <laughs> and it's like, what would those planets be like? You know? It's almost like in mm-hmm. Star Trek, yeah, the Romulan world with these other guys that are part mm-hmm. of the other side. <laughs> that kind of feeling. But it's like, yeah, I mean, imagine what our world would be like if the people that actually cared. And these guys can have all their red carpets and stuff. And those that actually cared and just kind of grassroots and just, you know, love family. And then
3: helped fun. each other. Like, yeah, the ones that care, we help each other. And we help, like we support and we're not jealous of people when they're succeeding we actually want them to succeed we want them to be happy we want them to have a family we want them to have the house we want them to have the car we want happiness and that that's the difference like when you want yeah. people to succeed you treat them differently when it so like is-
1: my, my- my, yeah. real quick time my good friend stacks over in, in uh, the in the uh, foxhole chat said i don't think the evil is going anywhere until the return i agree with you evil will never be eliminated until christ comes back for sure that is that's when the real utopia the heaven on earth begins but until then there is a, uh, a cleanup act that's going to happen i do believe this cleanup's coming and that's but it's not it's it's go, here's I'm going to go into the future here. I don't know how far the future is. The church has been brainwashed to believe that this rapture was coming, right? That it's this, it's right now. You better get ready. And that, that paralyzed the church for decades to do nothing. That's why we're in the predicament we're in. But God is having mercy and grace again on his people, on the body of Christ to rise and bring justice. So we have another chance to uh, usher in his return, it will not be perfect. There's no way it's gonna be perfect, but it's gonna it will be better for a time. And this could be a generation, two generations, maybe three. And then I do believe evil will end up it it always rears its ugly head because men are selfish creatures and prideful. So we always rear back to the old ways. But for a for a little time, a space of time, and who knows how long that is, there will be this like reprieve let's just call it like this time of extra grace where God's going to pour out because the harvest is important to God that more souls come to him at the end here. So that's what this is really about overall. That's when I first got involved in this time, it was a hundred percent me understanding that it was not rapture time. Like I, and I knew I was going against like, this is like, Let's face it, like most of the church, that's what they want. They want the rapture. Right. Okay, who wouldn't? That would be awesome. Just pull that, me out that, of here. Get me out of this place. Yeah, that'd be great. It's unfortunately, that is not what's going to happen, at least not right now. Okay, so that means we have to fight. That means we actually have to do something. We can't just sit around and be lazy and just wait for Jesus to take care of it for us. He told us specifically, there will be trials and tribulations in your life as a Christian. We are yeah, to expect right. those. Yeah. Yeah so that's, it's that's not why. surprising
4: yeah what i got with this thing too when i when i asked if we as his children could um prove ourselves to him you know and and have a chance where we just don't end up in revelations and the timeline would change he what my promise was 70 years of peace, if we do it 70 it doesn't mean finality it just means that we get that oasis of time a respite oasis
1: like. that's a great word i love that oasis yeah
4: that's not working for that
1: refreshing great. we get a little bit of water to drink
4: right. some why clean not? water yeah get 70 years of peace It'd be great. He said the opposite would be 70 years of wars of turmoil. But if right. we succeed it'd be seven years of peace. So that was worth working for. Right. It was worth working
1: Absolutely. For.
4: Yeah. So I agree. And with it's not.
1: That. And here's the thing, too, is we, we have a greater hope than this earth. Like my hope is not in anything on this earth. It's not. It's about what's coming later for me and what he did for me on the cross. That's what it's all about for me. But the thing is, it doesn't mean I don't fight for my children or, or my children's children, like th- that, we're always supposed to look out for the next generation. We don't want evil to prevail. So we have mm-hmm. to do things. We can't just sit back and do nothing. That's been the attitude for, st- for far too long. And I hate to say it, it's the, the church is where a lot of this stuff started. They infiltrated the churches with the 501c3, that's when it really started heading southward. And you know Pat right you brought up Pat Robertson and the 700 Club and all that stuff. I fell for that stuff long ago. I was I you know I thought oh yeah these are good people doing it. And then you yeah. look deeper into it and you're like oh man this is not good. <laughs> this is not good at all. Whatever,
4: whatever they feel is influential be it person or body or organization they will go to commandeer it and get their mm-hmm. way. They'll sway yeah. it the way they want it and then they'll leave it alone. They'll keep pressing and plying and harming until they get their way. Then they suddenly leave you alone and it's like Okay, I'll rather take the peace than have the turmoil again. And they'll always be saying, think of your family. What's interesting though is we're going to see how things were twisted. Like those uh, nine, what's that convent? Like I said again, the 400 AD convention where states people and stuff got together at all revival. Wow.
1: Nice Yeah. Council. Like,
4: what was what happened behind those closed doors? You know, I want to do a little film on that at some point and do a uh, sort of subjective thing on what may have happened behind closed doors. You know, and why were things cut out? And who had the authority to do that? You know, and it's like that kind of thing. But we're going to find out that, like, I think the scriptures talk about something about uh, um, you're weaned from milk and then you're, you've got the meat, whatever. It's like we, I was talking to Danny about this too, where it's like um, what we've been learning goes way beyond as, as we, you know, do things like this, these kind of projects and stuff, we find so much that I believe God is wanting to reveal to us. Yeah. what's really going on. And if we are children that are willing to say, daddy, mommy, you know, I'm ready for more, teach me. He will. And this whole thing, you know, it all came true. So yeah. I'm thinking that we have to have that prepared spirit and, 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 uh, mindset and heart set where we're willing to learn what we never knew before and, and, and embrace what we never th- uh, even knew was an option on the table. So I think now that's scary language. Many people just want to put their head in the sand and say, I don't want to touch anything else. I don't want anything else on my plate. I'll just keep it the way it is and just take me home, like you were saying. But I think if we're responsible as God's children and and, uh, grow, we're going to be ready for, spiritually, more knowledge. And somehow that got twisted that more knowledge is evil. Mm-hmm. like you're, you're like you're picking another apple from the tree
1: well tom you're actually you're kind of hitting on the parable of the 10 virgins okay five of them had oil in their lamps five didn't and and this is what i'm saying like most of the church is not filled with the oil they're right. they're kind of, they because they think something something you know god's just going to come back and, and he's going to deliver them okay well all you have to do is read every account in the bible god does protect his people but what mm-hmm. happens they have usually they go through the trial they got to go through the hardships to get there because that's what refines them. That's what makes them pure as gold. Not when everything's hunky-dory and you just go through life and everything's wonderful. No, because then we get complacent, we get prideful, and all those things sneak in. But when you're going through hardship, that's when your character is being built. That's when you're leaning on him and not your own understanding. And that's the thing that the church has lost. It has completely lost that. And I hate to say that, but it's the Mm -hmm. truth and i know that i've been called i know i've known this for years now that i've been called to be that voice where i'm just going to s- speak some hard truths and i'm going to do it with love i love my brothers and sisters in christ but but they need to wake up and there's even people that i know closely that that disagree with me vehemently like brother this is it man it's closing i'm like okay you're just going to miss it don't miss it don't well, be a, that person
4: i'm going to venture something go on a limb really deeply on a limb a very shallow oak tree limb it's like the missionary programs all right i have been involved in these kind of situations like when i was a religious right everything else i've seen that families in south america and russia when they were going through the you know trouble and turmoil they had a greater faith than this country often uh the different people and they were seeing miracles and everything else why are we sending missionaries to them they should be sending missionaries to us we <laughs> have so complacent and so easy what are we what are we sending them you know marketed brand packaged christianity they were living in the trenches they had the helicopters flying over like danny was talking about we had that happening and now we're becoming a third world country basically in this country right now yeah flooding us with third world individuals and it's like we're becoming that but we really had no business sending missionaries to other countries they should have been coming here because we had it easy we had it so easy here as far as being christians Yeah. You get so
1: complacent. It is so easy to be complacent. I always said, I used to have this little saying, Tom, that I came up with when I had, I owned a business a long time ago and I had on my desk so I wouldn't get lazy. I said, complacency is the lazy man's disease. That was what I had written over my desk. So I never forgot, don't get lazy. Because the moment you start getting lazy and thinking somebody else is going to do it is when your fall comes. Like it creeps in. Oh man. Lazy
4: lazy lays the ground for entitlement and entitlement Oh, uh, yeah. Separating from I'm all saying. that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really does. And what I just had a thought while you're saying this stuff too is, um think of this: the Matrix story, which is copyrighted, The Immortals by Warner Brothers. Immortals, that was given by God to have us uh, to complete that cry as a child of God, to prove to ourselves our love to Him as our Father, to have a better world. Rings tears right now. And that was taken and hijacked and turned in by failed writers and companies and Chilton and the rest into a mishmash of swollen mud and images that made no sense. Nobody really knew what it meant. And then the churches invite discussion, boasting, about what it means. The pastors will talk about the matrix in their sermons from the atheist point of view celebrating it. But if the real author shows up, there's the door. There's the door. We don't want to hear it.
1: But you know Here's what, Tom? The it's the same thing they did to Jesus. They did the same thing to him. The the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they couldn't stand him. The religious, no. they were the religious right of the day. See, this is this is another thing that's happened in this country. We get these labels, right? Right, left, middle, set, you know, whatever you want to call somebody, a Democrat, Republican, you know, independent. Forget all the labels. Okay. You're either, you either are born again in Christ Jesus and you become one of his children or you don't. That's really the bottom line to life. So if you don't know him, it's time to know him. That's number one. Once you know him, it's time to start doing something. Let him use the gifts and talents he's put in you, just like you did with writing a script that was, turns out to be prophetic, you know, 30 years later or longer, whatever it was, 35 years. Right. So you're you're, you're like, if if you don't understand that though and you just think you just go through the motions you're essentially a puppet like you're just you're I don't want to say you're useless yeah. cuz you're not useless everybody has useful things but you can get stagnant and complacent and just say ah yeah someone else would do it i'm a, you know and just like you said entitled well i deserve this or something should come to me or god mm-hmm. owes me this or god god gave you his life <laughs> he died on a cross for you so like that the, the rest is you know he told us do something like show your right. faith right don't just sit on
4: it is i'm gonna say something i'm I like an advocate for men out there too and ladies it's like god designed you i believe to be happy and to do his work as a child of god and to join that but you're not supposed to be alone and often we give up after being oppressed so much, the playbook of the strategy of their side is to alienate and isolate. They do that. But God designed dynamics in couples and things like this. He's designed these amazing matchups and Hollywood knows about it. They know about it. And what mm-hmm. I was told was the doors are going to open wide. The inventions will fly when I'm with the right person. They know that. And that's it's, it's designed that way. If I'm not with the right person, the door's not going to open. And they have me exactly where they want me. And that doesn't mean I go out shopping. It just means that God is going to have, I think um, all these scattered people out there that really do have the hearts and everything else. I tell other people, you won't be alone. God will open these doors now. I think what we're going to see an age of, and I'm going to venture this, an age of couples. You're going to see an age where God's going to call the right people together. You're going to celebrate, love life. You're going to be like, where have you been? And it's going to be like, you're just a love life. And it's going to be this whole new turnaround through natural means
5: Mm -hmm.
4: of the way god designed life to be you know so the strategy of their side foremost strategy is alienate isolate break you up take your kids you guys are doing a wonderful job of getting rid of the very blight getting rid of pharaoh's chariots wheels you're taking them off you're going after child services which is the main vehicle used to do this dirty work
3: yeah
4: work so you're allowing this to happen next what's going to happen is amazing power couples are going to get together. And that's when God will open the doors. And the reason I was given that it wouldn't happen in my life until it's right is because he doesn't want me put on a pedestal. Think of it. If like individuals like yourself or myself or others that have done these works, right? We know what we're talking about. We were given the vision. The visions weren't given to me. The script's not totally right. So I can be elevated the scripts, right? So I can do my job and have influence with other leaders. Right. And so to shorten this up, he, That's not supposed to take effect unless I'm balanced in the right situation. That also prevents 302s. And yeah. it also opens the doors where dignitaries will invite you in because the person on your arm has something where they go, I trust these two. God has designed a thing that works and it's natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's
2: that's, so I've, yeah. I've always seen that as God's army because God is um, absolutely true love. And, you know, the Bible kind of points towards God being both male and female in one, not the Baphomet version, but, <laughs> but, you know, mother, father version as one. That's why there's male and female. We are created in God's image. So male and female is the whole entire design of God. And so that would be ultimately God's army. So to be balanced is exactly what you're saying. Man and woman have to come together in the perfect balance in order to do god's work and satan comes in to destroy that and satan knows people's soulmates way in advance before you even know and they come in and they try and veer you off into separate paths and then later on you end up finding out that your lives are kind of parallel and you didn't even know it because you didn't know each other but satan knew it and so he's been trying to keep people off their paths. so when they come back together that is what Satan is afraid of the most because that's when they're most powerful because they just went through hell separately to come back together and be reunited in a sense to be that power couple. And then if you have multiple of those situations all at once, that's literally God's army.
4: Exactly. It's like the family is the army, these families. And it's like, what's more powerful than a company that has power couples? It's like that balance is an example to the world just by being. And it's like it's really amazing it's like how god will do that synchronicities things like this so i believe loneliness is going to start to disappear from the faithful and i want people to hang in there hang in there because i believe we're going to see this is a new switch for our time we're going to see this um coming together of the right kind of thing where satan's going to lose his hold and the cabal is mm-hmm. going to lose their ability to divide and conquer and e- yeah. evidence of things out is going to help that and we're all going to be going like at christmas times going like hey, it's so-and-so-and-so-and-so. Hey, it's so-and-so-and-so-and-so. And we will have a Walmart channel in our life. So And yeah. we're all
2: going to celebrate. We've been talking about the celebration for yes. months.
4: Yes. Yep. And you know what you're going to hear? You're going to hear things like, you guys are so perfect together. Oh, my God. You guys are so perfect. Oh, you're so perfect. Oh, Gino, you're mm-hmm. so perfect. Are so perfect together. Oh, my God. Gino,
2: you have the best hair in the
5: world. <laughs> oh,
4: my God. Your name fits. Your name. My name fits, too. The one that says, you know, I, I'm. So, I look up to Gino. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Way, I, 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 you know, I, you know
1: what things. I think? I, you, time you're so right though. Like, I on the other side of this, I, like, I know what God showed me. It's it's gonna be really, really cool for a time. Like, it is gonna be just. I like. I mean, Daniel said it. Celebration. He literally told me, "Celebration day." I heard it three times. Celebration day. Celebration. Day. And I knew there was like, I I saw like this picture of after world war ii and they were all celebrating in new york and all the people were hugging and kissing that famous picture like it was like a moment like that but it wasn't for a day it was for an extended period of time because things had changed in an instant and he told me the word swiftly i don't use the word swiftly trust me never used that in my entire life but i heard the word swiftly and he said it a couple times so I knew it was something that wasn't going to be this long, drawn-out thing. He was going to change things like a Red Sea moment. It was going to be a very yes, quick thing.
4: That's, that's, yeah. Yes, you know a Red Sea moment. And he also yeah. gave me this. He said, the infatuation periods for these different people will be out of the picture. It's not going to happen. You go right to that entangled feeling of just like, where, where yeah, this is yeah. right. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's like God is cutting through all the garbage and all the things that Hollywood has prescribed to us is necessary. And yeah. they don't know how to have relationships. They're the worst at it. Look at the tabloids. The thing is like... <laughs> god does god does so it's gonna be yes. really cool I'm loving and who
1: this. can and he also says he redeems the time like time is nothing to god he's outside yeah. of time right That's, it's an existential yeah. thing so like so for us it's like we're like oh my gosh well what about these families that have been parted you know and they haven't been with their loved ones and all that he can redeem all of that he can mend that
4: he's, I just said he this, created
1: you know, us he knows how to do it so
4: You know, I just said that to Aiden. I said, Aiden, I said, I wanted you to be able to travel to Greece and things like this. I wanted to do it when you were little. And he said, Dad, it's like, don't worry about it. You're doing it now. We're making it happen now. So
1: awesome. Yeah. So cool.
4: That's a good point. So he has the kids coming in that are just like, they're ready for this world. They're coming in smart. It's like they can already. And they're coming in as babies super smart and, and talking. Yeah. I have all these diaries and journals on Aiden's life so he could have that. And the things he was saying at one year old, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, it t- got, but isn't
1: that so cool? Like, see, love conquers a lot of things, right? Yeah. And, and I know there's uh, the scripture, you know, um, love, con- uh, love, what is it? Love conquers, love covers a multitude of sins. That's it. Um, and that doesn't mean sin just goes away. It just means that if you love, truly love another human being, you don't want to sin against them. You know, it it becomes very unselfish thing, and that's what I think we're moving into. We're going to move into this age where God's love is going to be poured out so tremendously and immensely upon each of us that have been following Him. But then all the new converts, the people that are going to be coming to Him in this harvest, and it's going to be this thing of like an Acts church, like when when the church got started. When it was a bunch of love and people came together. And I mean, and I think it's, gosh, it's Acts 15, I think. Maybe I could be wrong on the chapter. But it talks about how they were giving of each other. They were, like, whatever the need was, it was met by somebody else in the church, like in the body. So if someone lacked in money, someone gave money. If someone lacked in food, they gave food, clothing, whatever it was. It was this not a commune not like socialism it was wi- a willing love loving thing of giving of yourself because you knew your brother or sister needed something like that's what we're getting ready for and i keep telling the girls i've said this, i've said this over and over again ad nauseum i've said this but it's so true that i think they thought for a long time well it's going to be like rescuing fosters and rescuing it is rescuing fosters but on the other side it's complete healing healing is going to be the name of the game on the other side. There are so many broken people, so many hurting people that are going to need to heal Mm -hmm. from this and rescue. The fosters will be the brand. That's going to be the name you go to. They're going to say, Oh, that's what rescue. The fosters does. Same thing with, with Megan. Megan's in the, she's going to be in the same boat. That's why she was already being prepared before she was ever hurt for healing. Right?
5: Mm -hmm. Like it's
1: like God already, he already knew the situations. He already knew it was going to happen. Tom, if, if I had one question I could ask God right now, I'd be like, Lord, why did you allow some of this stuff to happen? Like horrible things to children. Like you, like that's a hard thing to wrap your brain around as a human being. I'd, I can't see the end from the beginning. I don't know why he allows some things and he doesn't allow others. I don't know. And I don't know why sometimes he'll intervene and sometimes he won't. But he's God and I'm not. So like, it's okay to question him. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's still God and I'm not. He created me. I didn't create him. So well, my I, I trust in Him. Yeah.
4: The Matrix story would never have been written, the Immortal story would never been written, if I had not had that hellish childhood. You know, if I had not had to be an adult okay. at five. Good years. point. Yeah. So yeah. So it it gives us unique perspectives, and I think God knows exactly. He's the sculptor. He knows how to mold us, and um, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for my past. To be at this point right now, I'm grateful for every little nick, shape, and cut He did, and um, it turned me into who I am. And I feel chiseled. So yeah. i I love it gino
2: welcome to gino's insight preaching session that's that's what i do i I love it
1: i i can't help it because when i know what he's doing i i see it so crystal clear and i and it dry it i will say i i get a little impatient with with the church in general not not secular i understand the secular world they're going to be what they're going to be but it's the church that drives me up a wall how they how they just have lack of vision and they don't seek him. Like if they were seeking him, they would know this too. Like you got to seek him with your whole heart and understand what he's doing in your own personal life, but then in general with his body to bring the greater good about and to ultimately usher in his return. And so it's it's this it's not a it's we have to get out of our own little box and forget about ourselves. That's, That's the been thing. the problem.
4: I, yeah, I would like to see so many pastors get off the pedestal, take the mm-hmm. eyes off themselves, stop making about their image and how popular they are. And make it about actually ministering to people.
5: You
4: know? Stop making it into entertainment or a show. You're not a star. You're not a celebrity. Wait, you're a Tom. Servant.
1: Tom, Tom. Are you telling me you don't like skinny jeans and fog machines and all that stuff at church?
4: And the music ministry Sometimes. is the only thing. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Oh, my God. Yep. And the funny yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a platform for jealousy. And it's a platform. It is. It um, is just like clawing their way up and taking each other on. And it is faith. so
1: It is so built to prop up the pastor the way yeah. the church is set up right now and, and the now worship the team.
4: Oh That's my gosh.
1: It is so yeah. prepped for them to be lifted up before God.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so, not the, Yeah, go ahead.
2: Our fellow sister is sitting right next to me over here and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so excited. And she uh, said, it is time. To, what did you say? It is It is time to quit playing church.
4: Yay. Oh Yeah oh yeah Amen. oh yeah. yeah you know what i'm say? i like to see a church where you wear your worst outfit it's worst yeah. outfit service <laughs> it's like go outfit because it's not about how we look or appear or image mm-hmm. it's about yeah. serving god so wear jammies to church all right. yes. <laughs> Although you can yeah.
1: Our, my church is kind of like that to be honest Our, we we really? wear whatever we want we wear hats all the time my pastor wears a hat every know- week
2: Gino's going to have his own church soon. Yeah, I
4: would go there. Well, no,
1: there. I'm, no. no, I don't. I'm going to, me and, I'm with my pastor AC, me and AC. We do a show on Mondays, but uh, he's, it's his church. It's Resting Place. He founded it. But yeah, we're, I'm kind of in with it together and it's small, but we know what God has shown us and how big it's going to get. And he actually heard the word pioneers. He said, gonna be, we're going to be pioneers. I
4: said, I the last couple of days I've been saying pioneer, pioneer. Oh my gosh. Really? Hello. I even said it to you, Danny. It's like pioneers that so we need to be at the pioneer way. Oh, that's crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, wow. It's no, so I, cool. I, I he was doing a church, even like um, aired on an air <laughs> church. I mean, easy to listen to and mm-hmm. you can see your heart, and that makes it good for me. If I, you know, no arrogance, just sweet. Real it can't church. be right. religious.
1: Religious doesn't work. Religious is fake. It's it's always man driven. It has nothing to do with God. And but you know, pure and undefiled religion is. Oh it's the bible says seeking um the lost helping the poor helping right. the orphans right helping the, the foster mm-hmm. children i mean like all of that is pure religion because that's god's heart yeah, that's him that's, not, that's uh, the essential I, the, this.
5: I've
2: been and helping the orphans means making sure they don't become orphans on purpose That's right
4: Amen. right as strategy and plans and agendas like, I was feeling, too, just the other day, like you're saying, is, um, like, the smoke machines, everything else. I said, if if these different Protestant churches are going to try to, you know, put bells and whistles on, I'll go to the Catholic Church. They got really great gold stuff and everything and great shows. <laughs> so I true. I love it. I, so love it. The all- I love it. They got that town. That's what they got it. For, I'm not going for low-budget Broadway <laughs> if I can have real Broadway. So, if that's what it's all about, you know, your little music ministry, I'm going to go to the Catholic Church. If they got it smoke. <laughs> they smoke. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: I'm hard. so... I, and you, look, I, I I hate painting with a broad brush, but it's not all bad. I mean, if they have a smoke machine, okay. If their if their heart's truly after him, I'm okay with that. But it's usually not. Usually, it's all about yeah. look at me, look what we're doing. Don't we sound amazing? You know, it's there's it's all kinds of, of debauchery faster. going in the worship team. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
3: I, I heard a pastor say today. He said. Stop saying, Look what I'm doing for Jesus, and start saying, Look what Jesus is doing for me. Amen. I like it.
1: That's and good. that's
3: exactly that's good. what yeah. you're
4: talking about. You know, yeah. I have a safe thing where if I go and talk to a pastor, they don't know who I am, I just come in and it's like, oh, here comes Tom. And it's like I talk to them, I know what to ask to find out where their heart really is. You know, what I sometimes do is give them a compliment and right off the bat and see how they respond to the compliment. And it's like you can tell a lot about them if they want to soak it up and like hey. Or if they're actually gonna be like, no, well actually take it off of them and bring it down to you.
1: you know, so wait, even- are you saying your first question isn't, are you part of the 501 C3 system? <laughs> that's not, I
4: mean, that's, it, that it, that was, it, was it, mine. It, that was
1: my first question that passed No, You
4: look really good, part of the 501. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can make that sense. <laughs> that's, um, that's how I do. Yeah. No, but I, I, I love what you're saying about, you know, this time, like what we're entering into. And like I was saying, it's like an oasis. We are heading to a beautiful oasis. And I think we just kept asking God, like a child tugging on his sleeve, going like, you know, Daddy, can we please – can we go see the park now? Can we have a nice time? Can we have a moment where everybody gets to play together and have a good time? <laughs> that's me. That's my child within. And mm-hmm. I'm like – I felt like he said yes. And when he gave – like I said, when he gave me this, they hate when I hold it up. It was like everything was right. It was like I think Dad said, yeah, it's all right here. You know, like Dad said, yeah, here you go. Here's here's some of my notes. Here's some here's some cookies and Cracker Jack. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, like we're definitely on the right track here. And I'm really wanting to see. It's so
1: fun. It's exciting.
4: Yeah. So I want audiences to like (laughs) audiences to like send in their stories too. Like you know, tell us. You know, if if it starts to change, you see this happening. You know, like the things like this and things like this, and it'll be nice to get to know who they are. It's uh, that's why the piece was written to gather a remnant. Mm. With remnant. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. That's me. That's what I got today. So yeah. Good. That was awesome.
1: Awesome. And the and the screen share works. so that was a bonus. We, we'll go with that. You know what it was? So here's what happened. It was actually and I don't know why this happened. And I'm not going to blame it on deep statey stuff. It's probably me. <laughs> but there was the screen was actually behind the other screen. And that never used to happen. Usually if you share, it just pops right up, but it was actually hidden behind my other screen. So the screen we're looking at right now, it was actually behind this one. Oh, I don't so know gonna- why. It was another window, like, open.
2: I remember that happening the first time. I just forgot that that happened, but that definitely happened the first time because I remember you saying that. But also I wanted to commend you also that you haven't muted yourself tonight Yay. well
1: little do you know i muted three different times and you guys just didn't catch it i caught it before you because
5: oh. <laughs> okay.
1: you guys were talking and i didn't re- and i was just about to say something i'm like oh i'm muted and i had already spoken one word so you didn't catch it so three times it happened yeah. okay
4: that's a start see how
1: truthful i am tom like i can't even lie about In the that.
4: same way oh my <laughs> god like i would get <laughs> emotional and i would confess something going like well no 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 <laughs> like oh i yeah. I'll Why didn't I just know. shut up? Well, it's a good thing. It's our character. It is and a good thing. It's a good can be trusted. Thing. Anybody with yes. know they can. Trust us. So people know they can trust us.
1: Trust us. Right. Care. Well, Tom. Um, awesome. Another great show, man. Number four in the books. We'll do five next Tuesday. Let's see. When's New Year's? That's Monday, right? Yeah. So Tuesday will be I will we'll be not
2: back. be available next Tuesday. No. Just FYI, oh, I will no, be I traveling.
3: Think, oh. I think that will be too. Oh.
1: Oh yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. You're- Sylvia's going on a cruise without me.
1: Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even invite any of us. Tom, can you imagine that?
4: Oh, and she, she wasn't you? even
1: going to say anything. We just called her oh, out rude. on it.
4: Rude. Oh, we didn't tell you. Didn't tell him? No. no. Oh, I'm not to say anything. Okay.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we're <laughs> going to celebrate my sister's birthday.
4: Nice. Even so,
3: though it's
2: my birthday too, but that's okay.
3: <laughs> well, not that, not that same week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> my birthday like this year
4: i've got a birthday this year we can be celebrated now <laughs> we'll I, I have right one time. i i, we'll I have one every year your just, just like you
1: tom two <laughs> <Two>. one's gonna <laughs> one's like forward one's back i wish yeah, i we yeah, just I, went I, backwards wouldn't that be that amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
4: all right well it's coming time, up good too time. good times so all right so are... we
1: curious they are kind of making fun of the mute thing in the chat.
4: <laughs> oh okay. So,
1: mute gate. Yep, sorry guys. No, nope, no one it's caught cute. it though. It was I it was kind of mute free tonight. Excellent. It,
4: that's ancient mute history. Don't worry. Yes, yeah. The, <laughs> the,
1: the point is mute. Mute. Yeah. Whatever. Happy birthday, that? Stack said. Aww. Well it's it's premature, Aww. but but uh Daniel will gladly excuse me. <clears throat> gladly accept it, right?
5: Yes.
4: Yeah, I Thank
5: one. you.
1: Yes. yes.
4: Appreciate All right, guys. it. So, is it just you and me, Gino, next Tuesday?
1: Well, if you want to do a show together, we could do that. I don't know if the girls are okay with that. It's their show. So, they have to
4: check with the girls, but I'm not Like, clear. lay down the law. <laughs> we don't, don't care. Just, Do
3: our show. Do our show for us. Yeah, Send yeah, it to really us.
1: on Look at your
3: calendars.
4: Let me know. I'll be there.
1: I'm good with it. I have no problem doing that. That would yeah. be fun.
4: Me a text or and we'll know.
1: go all over the place. We're just gonna—it'll be the oh, yeah. best one ever, Tom. No map.
4: We're not. Looking <laughs>
2: just make map. sure to have the rescue the Fosters thing at the top.
1: <laughs> we yeah. will. We will. so
2: okay. fun, Actually, you know,
1: maybe so. I'll put the rescue the Fosters banner behind me too. Oh, there
2: you just go. so
1: everybody knows. Yeah all right well guys thank you so much over on rumble thank you on the foxhole we appreciate you guys have a great night be blessed tomorrow night i'm back wednesday 7 30 eastern standard time oh joyful june just got in here good to see you and curious patriot when is daniel's birthday curious patriot wants to know
2: january 12th 112 It is the emergency number for europe <laughs> wow
1: yeah uh so thank you guys for joining us so tomorrow insight live i have uh i think dr Rashan golden's coming on tomorrow i'm waiting for her text hopefully she's coming on all natural past stuff tom she's awesome great lady lives down in ohio so yep yep hopefully she is coming on i don't know it's it's the holiday so (laughs) yeah oh gosh
4: not not gold
1: not goldman golden
4: oh that's even better golden
1: yes yes a lot better (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh God! i
1: didn't or even think about that oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. no okay. she's awesome
1: her and her husband are great so hopefully they'll be coming on anyway see you guys tomorrow night 7 30 whether they're on or not on we're definitely doing a show so have a great night be blessed take care talk to you next time
2: good night